When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Black sites and these things going on here, and that, which that intel goes back to freaking Alex Jones and those types, because guess who provides Alex Jones' security detail? It's Eric Prince. But the wait, point being... Wait, really? Um, I'm sorry, sorry, ask, sorry, sorry, sorry. Ask around, man. But, um, you know, <laughs> ask around. But the, the point being, if they wanted to nail the Venezuela angle, and I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but if you're going to prove it in a court of law, you would need someone like Eric Prince, who has been like one of the lead elements in, you know, other governmental agency, whatever private se- non-state actors that associate with CIA. other governmental, yeah. So what, whatever you want to call it, um, however many degrees of separation you want to pretend exists, doesn't matter. The point is, you would need that guy and his people that were doing things in Venezuela to come out and say what was going on, and that never happened. And so the only angle that you could really make for this whole foreign, I mean, there, there, there were people like Brad Johnson, um, former. CIA station chief, intelligence reform, who's also talked to George Webb and everything. He's made the case talking about like it, it, Italian satellite companies and everything. You could make a little bit more of a case with that. But George Webb, when he talks about Serbia and Apor, that's that's essentially, that's the more credible link that you could actually kind of build to make that case. And they didn't touch it. They never went for it. Sidney Powell could have very easily went to someone like George Webb and, and, and started pursuing that angle if they want to and had a, probably had a better chance at you know making a case for that. But the entire Venezuela argument is dependent on a bunch of, you know, spooks and ghosts that don't want to exist. And so, of course, they're not going to show up. There was a – and I love that I can talk to you about this. Is There was a uh, – there was an episode – fuck, what was it? On, on the higher side chats in, like, like mid-2017 or something. And it was this guy who wasn't – Trump wasn't anti-Trump, but he was just this guy, and he was talking about actually he was talking about loosened technologies, which I used to drive by it. Well, not me, but I used to drive by every day on the way to middle school. And he was saying he was like, "Listen, he's like, you don't need to go into all this like conspiracy on like how or why Trump was elected, but he was like, you just have to like look at like the face value or like what's going on on the surface. He was like the fact that like." George Soros is getting hacked. The fact that, like, Clinton's Uh getting hacked. The fact that this guy came in with a fake tan and blonde hair and just sort of, like, a a, a Pied Piper just kind of danced around two political dynasties. He goes, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen by accident. He goes, you hack one of those people, you end up with three bullets in the back of your head and a tragic suicide. I kind of look at it now as just like you can loosely look at that and go something odd's going on like there's there's definitely like a coalition behind this guy talking talking from the standpoint mm-hmm. of 2017 I look at it now and I'm like there's I think that coalition either collapsed or was destroyed 
Not not in some Q nonsense, but I mean like the very real like, factions. Like it's not like yeah. it's just factions. You, me, and Dawn are a faction, right? He got removed. He got just like just like growing up, you know, like the fifties, you got like a toy gun so you could shoot gooks or something, right? And mm. buy YouTube. But just like you could do that, right? Trump got the politically correct sanitized version of the Dealey Plaza treatment. He didn't mm-hmm. get lobotomized on a Cadillac with Melania crawling. He got the he got the the watered down version of that. And it's we're gonna we're gonna stop counting in six states for all the world to see. And we're gonna reverse it. And we're just gonna move forward. I can't help but feel that there was a, a faction I mean, again, that clearly put Trump in power. You don't just you don't just yeah. go to the CIA I, on your second day and give a speech about the fifth column. Yeah, and I I always say that accidents don't happen at the brand strategic level. Miscalculations do. Okay. You, you never accidentally do something. David, you're gonna hate you know, me. I have putting to putting ahead of I have to get more ice. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt this conversation. Uh, it's all right. I you're doing it right when I'm starting a rant, so it's the perfect time for go you. Go right, go right. Sorry, but, I'll be back with so anyway, the point being, accidents don't happen; miscalculations do. So the idea that anyone's actually going to have a reasonable shot at the presidency without already having a coalition um, that, that's ready to go just just chuck that right out the fucking window. Okay, that's that's gone, um, and, and it's very clear that Trump did um, not to go into like some QAnon you know level stuff. But at the end of the day, you know when you look at like all this, for example, the best example of this is everything that Trump was saying before he was ever even actually serious about running for president when he was like just just shit talking Obama nonstop, you know, just pulling shit out of his ass, and then he comes in and he's like not in originally he was just like don't trust the intelligence community don't trust these agencies don't trust anything and it was the fact that it was it's not exactly a secret that he had his own network that he trusted more than that and clearly whatever that network would be would have ties to the intelligence agency it would have advisors from that sector and i i do you know as to tommy saying that whatever that was collapsed i mean you know this is where it's going to get just really dangerously close to like you know, QAnon stuff because I'm about to bring up Mike Flynn and everything. And there's a there, there's a lot of you know shady stuff with Flynn. You can tie Flynn in with Stanley McChrystal and kind of you know. And, and if you really want to see like some absolutely terrifying things, um, like look up what Stanley McChrystal is doing these days. And as a matter of fact, if you if you look at his podcast called like No Turning Back, where they're like we're crossing the Rubicon, we're doing the things. And his first episode with Pete Buttigieg. Uh, Pete Butt Gage um, of Malta. Yeah. Um, You know, it's like, huh, there's something going on here. And and my favorite thing about this is, you know, like where where they say in that, you know, podcast whatsoever, like, hey, what do we do with the people who will never trust us again? Like like who who will just never trust the government. And that gets into a, a kind of an article in the document that was circling. It was on the senior executive association, not the senior executive search, the association um, where they, they hang out. Um, and it was a document that went around. It was kind of intended um, for public sector employees of our age group, kind of. This was kind of meant for us. Um, it was it was called How Do We Govern in a Post-Fact World? All right. 
And, and if you actually, if you read that, it's and it's a very dry article. I mean, it, it's super dry. You really, you really have to, to focus on what they're saying. But when you, li- I'll link this to you later, um, so you can look at it. Um, if you look at the scenarios that they lay out, it's like, well, either a we're going to lose authority and we're going to lose our jobs because we're public sector employees, or we're going to double down and we're going to keep our jobs. And, and if you break it down to that. That's all it is. As, as the entire, the entirety of the, the you know, whether you call it left wing, right wing, you know, Platonic versus Aristotle, um, as, as my grand, uh, my my foreign policy grandpappy John Mearsheimer would say, it's the classical liberals versus the progressive liberals, and the progressive liberals have won out on both sides. You know, the Republicans might pretend that they're not, but they are, and and you look at that whole kind of mindset that's going on there. Well, how do you deal with these people that will never trust anything the government says ever again? Okay, step one. Okay, you, you got to control the opposition somehow, and we've talked about best way to do that is to lead them. So tap a figure. All right, tap a figure. You need someone that can that can do that. Um, what what is the best? asset it's the asset that doesn't know he's an asset so you're going to make that guy think that you know he's actually going to be improving the situation or he's going to be decentralizing or he is fighting the swamp this that and the other thing and then all of a sudden maybe you know bioweapon attack pandemic whatever you want to say and you get that guy to authorize something that would either we either trigger nuremberg trials too and we hang so many people and I guess we have to hang President Trump because he kind of started. Uh, or, or we're, we're back in the eugenics age and we can just do whatever we want again because we're too afraid to have a Nuremberg trial, right? So, so that's the that's the mindset. And, and, and in that case, what you've done is you've you've built your figure up, you've captured the opposition, you've pulled the rug out from under them, you've done a controlled demolition of the opposition. And if the opposition even tries to, you know, the leader of the opposition tries too hard uh, to do anything about it, you go, well, you know what, you want Nuremberg trials. All right, Mr. Warp Speed, we will we will get you to those gallows with utmost haste, Mr. Warp Speed. With Warp <laughs> Speed. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> it's... Uh... It's like what Alex Jones said on a second appearance on Rogan. And he was like, you want the real red pill? You want the real download? He's like, yeah, I want it. And he's like, I'll take the real download. How do you get leftists, how do you get Occupy Wall Street, you know, big corporation bad to, you know, it's a lot like organic chemistry when you're, uh, when you're separating these, uh, what is it, like my cells, these mystiable solutions. You have to go through all these different steps that you turn into a liquid and then a gel. And then and then step by step, it's like reverse Jenga. You're just removing thing by thing. Mm-hmm. You remove them one at a time. He's like, how do we get the leftists to hate free speech? These people who are milled and admirably okay. pro-free speech. You put an orange man, right? That's how you get them. To, how do you get leftists to support war? You have Trump going, I want to apply to Syria. You have all of them going, we've got to stand for our allies. And it's like, who are you? You're not who you're not. The, you're not question everything. Don't trust everyone over 30. You guys are a mouthpiece mm-hmm. for, for, for neoliberal war cons. 
I've thought I've thought a lot about I mean how do you get everyone on the left how do you get everyone to take some state mandated corporate vaccine you have it introduced in Trump Maya shut up and then you have it taken over take the have the reins taken over by Biden that's how you get everyone to take this it's the only way you get everyone to take mm-hmm. it and then for the eventual blowback and it's been uh it's been updated since we started this podcast the VAERS data and we are now at before the podcast we are 11,940 deaths yeah it was 11 last I checked something yeah today's at 12,366 mind you 1976 we stopped the flu shot because it broke 25 deaths like I said, either no either comment. I'll the, just... the, the, the beautiful thing about this setup, and I'm not saying I agree with it, is we have put America in a situation where we either have to say eugenics is back on the menu and we can do whatever the fuck we want. Nuremberg trials gone forever. Or we can have Nuremberg trials, which no one wants to do, because guess what? There's going to be a lot of good intention people that were just following orders they're going to have to be hanged and you know what that's somebody's brother that's somebody's cousin that's somebody and and going into back to what you were saying about how do we get these people um to you know to hate free speech and whatnot um you know to quote tim pool again this is one of the very few things i would say that he like he you know he caught on and was very smart about this you know and how he's always like i was down at occupy wall street and uh, you know you had the left wing and the right wing coming together saying that these people got to go and how do you stop that you know well, you add race theory and you add race fighting and everything like this. And, and this is just probably because of my entertainment background and everything. But if you understand the mindset of the producer, uh, of the of the kind of people that, say, ran every reality TV program in history um, and said, you know what? These ratings aren't cutting it. We got We got to have somebody call somebody something. We got to get some fighting going on. Fighting feels ratings. And yeah, so call that guy. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not going to drop the M bombs, but you know, like call that guy something. You know, do Winnie something. Winnie the Pooh. And, yeah, exactly. Call that guy Winnie the Pooh or whatever. Or his, and, and, or his tiger so friend. As soon as you understand the mindset of, of a of a literally fucking and most of these, let's face it, if you're a, a producer or or, or or have any kind of input on reality television you're a satanist all right you are you are the evilest like i've met some of these people they're the most evil fucking people on they the actually planet. Satanists? And, and oh yeah oh fuck yeah i well, mean these these are we'll, we'll jump into that in a second sorry uh, yeah. the thought. Well, uh, uh, technically i'm a reformed member of the left-hand path because i started uh, like i was like you know what this whole like let's con everybody and steal everything and fuck everyone over i'm like that's gangster shit and yeah there's people to think about that like i mean you go back and, and they and they didn't used to hide this too much like you, you go back and watch um what was it fuck entourage like entourage or whatever and you just see like the pre- and, and the predatory mindset of the agents and the producer it's just not like on rampant display back then yeah. uh, just like on yeah we're just doing this for the sake of doing this and then you know whatever and, and, and as soon as you understand that mindset and then you imagine the kind of people that hold power over those guys that pay them to do their job and the, and the get-go that goes hey we've got this problem there's a bunch of protesters that are like starting shit and you know want to reform our, our whole business model like can you get those guys like fighting doing that? and some executive producers like 
fucking got you. I'm going to have some dudes, I'll have some actors down there, and they're going to start chanting 1488 Hitler, Heil Hitler, and they're going to call somebody the N-word, and the FBI is still doing it today, I mean, you know, but yeah, um, but yeah, that's all it takes, and next thing you know, everyone's fighting over dumb shit, you know, and that's that's the flashbang while, you know, everyone else is, you know, that anyone that knows what's up is actually just doing work. I gotta shut the fucking door, sorry, the dogs are barking. I can't have <laughs> David, hold on for 10 seconds. I, I shall. You know, I, I, to, to the investor that watches this, you, you need to have him dog sit um, a lot more often because when, it, it's it's a lot more amusing for me when he when he runs. I mean, I've had the bee sting. Uh, you know, I get to look at the dogs. This, this, is, this is actually, this works pretty great. This, this, this is good entertainment for me. Also, I like that chair, Mister Investor. Like that one on the. That, that's, I like that. That's old school. Pretty sure my grandmother used to have something like that. I think it was more pinkish than red, though. You all right, Tommy? Yeah, I just wanted to make sure the NRO didn't get you. Yeah, Mr. Investor, definitely make him do this more often. This is... and, and and the dog is a prop, grows the channel. I mean, look at Sticks, Hex, and Hammer's channel growth whenever the cat shows its ass on stream or, or on, on camera. They were, uh, one of the dogs got stuck in the, 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 the shower. I, I was just telling your investor how much I find it entertaining that you have the dogs around and everything, and I, I was complimenting the chair over there. I, if they weren't so cute. Maya, you're a good girl. Yes. Oh, no, we will stop the unrestricted warfare. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Yeah, they're big fans. They're big fans of a strong West. Yeah, I mean... I used to look at, you know, the, the more, the more Occam's razor still dictates a lot of like what I believe to be possible or probable. That being said, the more you look at things, right, it's Occam's razor applies wherever politics and geopolitics doesn't because acts you know, like, well, I, mean, I shouldn't say that because it, it, there's a simple solution often that, you know, political people are going for it and then they just lie to cover that up. But at the end of the day, as soon as we're entering the realm of politics, you have to accept that there's lies and disinformation. And suddenly Occam's razor gets a little bit unreliable. All of a sudden the idea of the simplest thing happens and it's like, well, as opposed to it, what would happen? It's like, oh, I don't know. There's just people coordinating. In most things, at your local fucking TGI Fridays, is it Occam's Razor? Probably. Yes. On the local uh, funding for the, 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 the public gymnasium, is it is it Occam's Razor? Probably. Yeah. If we're fishing and all of a sudden I look at my tackle box and some shit's missing, Occam's Razor is probably right when it's like, ah, Tommy didn't steal it's my no, lucky There's lure. no Machiavelli. Like, um, but if you're my political rival, you fucking stole my fucking lure because you're trying to psyop me and you know that's going to fuck with my meditation state when I'm fishing and then that's going to fuck up my game. Or right? <laughs> if you're dictating which programs get funding because we might be pivoting from the Middle East to 
uh, Africa with all the rare earth minerals from the rare earth minerals, the alkaline, alkaline cobalt and the South China Sea. And all of a sudden, something that doesn't add up happens. It's not Occam's razor. When, when, when all of a sudden, we, we don't send Patton at Berlin, but we rather send him to Silesia. And we say, hey, blow up a bunch of inflatable tanks. And Eisenhower goes, we're going to juke him and we're just going to have a picnic at, at Omaha. That's not Occam's razor. It's not because, well, we were tired and, you know, it's a, you know, they were, they were waiting for a day that wasn't stormy. And, oh, well, there's some ships on the horizon when it's stormy. They have probably got caught out in the rain. It's not Occam's razor when you're moving a million men. There mm-hmm. are, there, there's a point, there's a bell curve, there's a flip where it's not Occam's so, razor. So, and this is why you would love my, my, Foreign policy granddaddy, uh, Papa John Mearsheimer. He, he, oh, yeah, he, no, he, he, won't, he won't respond to me. I've been emailing yeah. him for like eight and months. I, you know, I get it. He, he's up there and, and, and he survived. He survived keeping tenure after he wrote a book on the Israel lobby and survived getting on, canceled hold, hold, before cancel culture was on, a thing. Hold on. I had on Charlie Duke who walked on the moon and shook hands with JFK. Age is no longer an excuse for me. No, okay, I, okay, I don't. <laughs> yeah, mean that. I'm, I'm, but I'm, 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 I'm just saying that he I'll did something that would have gotten I will any, literally rape anyone canceled. Okay, to write a book on the Israel lobby and survive getting canceled. I will literally rape you to death before cancel culture's thing. What if we get T? What if we get T to write a book on the? Israeli lobby. So, well, first off, I, I think T would probably, uh, you know, because when I take these positions, I, you know, and one of the cases that he makes, I want to get back to a book that was more oh, relevant yeah, yeah, yeah. to talk we were talking about. But T would probably, being the, the enlightened, beautiful soul he is, would agree with this because the, the case that he makes against the Israel, it's not that, you know, anyone hates Israel or anything. The, the, the ultimate case against that is that if we have a corrupt political institution that gives a corrupt political institution in in Israel, whatever the hell they want, whenever the hell they want, we are enabling them the same way a junkie would to pursue things that are not realistic goals. And so we're actually encouraging them to run into problems that they're not going to have. That's the ultra simplified version. We can, and that could be like an eight hour episode alone if we, if we really broke that down. But back to the book that I actually want, wanted you to get into and back to Occam's Razor, Sorry. he wrote a book called Why Leaders Lie. And, and, the, and, and the ultimate you know, the reason why I called myself a structural realist who has libertarian or liberal sympathies rather than a libertarian or a liberal, if I have to like break it down, is because the, the entire at the end of the day, we know, uh, you know, politicians are going to lie no matter what. What matters is, are they putting tanks on the border? OK, are they moving troops to the border? Are they staging this and that and everything? It doesn't matter what they say. It matters what they do. And, that, and that's essentially why that, that is the case of structural realism. That's the entire philosophy is we don't even give a fuck about, you know, you know we, we consider yeah, everything else to be like 25 percent may or may not come into play. Everything else is just numbers and whether or not it's at the border ready to go. Flexing. Yeah, it's flex. It, it, it's yeah. It, well, it goes back to Thucydides, essentially. You know, if you trade what we call now uh, today structural realism, like the, the actual super grandfather, that goes all the way back to Thucydides. But and, and it, it it it's it's the <clears throat> it's the shadow or the wake of real politic. It's it's yes. it's or 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 even simpler. It's it's all the dot. It's it's Maya and uh, Gracie. It's barking at each other. They're not going to draw blood. Sometimes they mm-hmm. get, but at the end of the day, they're both licking each other's furs, sniffing each other's assholes, which I'm tolerant of. 
Gracie and I got in an argument earlier. <laughs> I was snorting PCP and yelling at a dog. It's understandable. Thank you. How much of it is is is? It's the difference between Tim Pool and reality. It's mm-hmm. Tim Pool going. The Biden administration, all caps, hates these conser- or conservatives slam Fauci, and it's like, but what's actually? I love the term slam, uh, <laughs> dude. I'll blow my fucking brains out for cash <laughs> if I see this slam. You know, you don't have to like it, but the Donald on Reddit, they used to have some great memes. Whenever anyone would say slams, people would just start, like, rhyming. They'd be like, welcome to the jam. <laughs> be bit yeah. Of, yeah it was, slam, jam. Someone's posting, like, a WWE meme or someone yeah, 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 yeah. table. Yeah, Slams. AOC claps back. Like, you know, it'd be like T.I., like, you know, chirping, you chirp back. Bombshell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and they devolve into these, these comment threads that would just be like, you try to mix them together. You'd be like, AOC claps back. And when I yell, it means all capital. AOC claps back at McDonald after he uh, slams Pence for dropping a bombshell. And it'd be like, but now we're bombing Syria and we're moving bases. From, like, it's. Occam's razor makes sense until you get to these sort of. Right? I mean, like, right? The market. Yeah. The, the market. I always say politics. As soon as soon as you're in the realm of politics, or, it, or where everyone has an incentive to lie, but even that, you kind of have to. Even that, I would say it's like higher level. Maybe not the highest, but I would say at least above like moderate, like a local. Like, is the library getting funding? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I could be wrong. I probably am wrong, but it's like. I don't know when I when, when I look at things like political theater and the idea of like oh it's all just an act. I used to look at that like we kind of look at Q. I'm like no it's fucking not. But the more I look at it and it's you know I try to stay aware of like my as I said on this podcast a million times and jerk myself off to it. I try to stay aware and as much as I voted for Trump and as much as I think that the election was fortified heavily in the middle of the night to quote Don even then i look at like what's going on with biden and like i'm like okay like i don't like it i don't like a lot of it but like but then i you know and i see a lot of like conservative talking points that counter it you know we you know why why are we doing all of these mandates with covid if we're letting in a hundred thousand immigrants a month why are we doing this with the infrastructure why are we doing inflation blah 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 blah. and those were all fine and valid points just like the left had a lot of fine and valid points against Trump. The reality is they did. You can't, you can't say they didn't because they did. But the second it devolves into, you know, F- Fauci, the, the louchy, in it, or the, it's lying Biden. The second it devolves into that is where I'm like, okay, well, now we're just doing this whole Kamala Harris. More like Kamala Harris. She sucks a lot of dick. I don't give a fuck. If if yeah. if Trump loved to to deep throat Hulk Hogan, but he jumped up the GDP, more power to him. I don't give a fuck. The, so I'm I'm wrapping this all up to say, whereas I used to look at political theater as like they're not doing that. I think there are so many stupid fucking people that I give it a little more credence now, and I'm like, oh, it's this politician being like clap back at so and so. I'm like, oh. Because it, yeah, it, it's for the ma- it's not for us. It's it's for the audience. 
And this is why going back to like, I, I think I talked about this very much on, on our first ever uh, talk together was essentially coming from like the theater mindset. Have you ever been around a bunch of uh, theater nerds that hate everyone that, that has called them nerds and, and you understand the us versus them, the, um, or, or in Islam, the Taikia, I'm going to lie to those motherfuckers because they're in the audience and they don't matter and all that kind of stuff. At, at the end of the day, we can say it's all just for show, but at the end of the day, people watch that show and they're influenced by that show for a good reason. They put a lot of thought, even though some of it looks retarded, into what they're doing to influence those people. That's the reason why they elect puppets and put up puppets rather than just have the nerds from the Brookings Institution go out there and talk about it. Because as it turns out, if you actually listen to someone from the Brookings Institution talk about literally anything for more than five minutes, you will want to give them a wedgie. All right. You will just you will want to pull their their underwear up over their head. And it's just ultimately that the moment that Trump was played and lost forever was it's because Hillary Clinton did it. Hillary Clinton ninja killed Trump before Trump even had a chance because it was Hillary Clinton running the wait. Yeah. You're going to love where I go with this one. <laughs> so it was Hillary Clinton that put out the whole like, Hey, because she was originally competing against Barack Obama. And mm-hmm. so Hillary Clinton being the dirty knife fighter that she the is Obama. put out the, he's not an American thing who fell for that hook, line and sinker the whole ah. time. Trump. And here's the thing. If Trump had ran as a nineties Democrat, which that's what he was. He's a yeah. 90s Democrat. Yeah. If he had ran as a Democrat against the, 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 the globalist world order, he would have gotten away with it all. He would have like he would have been able to do whatever the fuck he wanted. But he fell for that, which is racist as fuck because he fell for that. He, you know, he talks so much <laughs> shit about a black man. So now he's racist. And then because he's so racist, he had to convert to the racist party, the Republican. And he was done. He was already dead then. He just didn't know it yet. On the, <clears throat> to me, there, there's, there's a limit. There's a beautiful limiting factor, and it's uh, not actually. You know, we've kind of counted this before. There's a beautifully limiting factor, right? Like, actually, no. I have to make this point before I forget it. The Brookings Institute. I had on Charlie Duke, which I say at least seventeen times a day. I tell everyone, you know, that there's a guy. As you do, man. Yeah, there's a guy who's replaced my dishwasher. I'm like, yeah, you know, dishwashers are gross. He's like, yeah, they make him want to puke. I'm like, yeah, puke grounds with Duke. Have you ever heard of Charlie Duke, Tough Man, Walk on the Moon? And they're like, no. And I'm like, suck my dick. The Brookings Institute put out a study in 1968, maybe it was 67, that said if we discover, if we discover a civilization on the moon, or remnants uh, remnants of a civilization that was on the moon before us, we will not disclose it to the public because there will be an economic, a financial, and a political collapse. Be- because if what what happens when you're you are this authoritarian state that has controlled everything since fucking forever, and all of a sudden all of the peasants that have hated you forever but have never had hope that they could go anywhere or do anything hear about this thing called the new world, this new continent, this place you could go to to be free. Wouldn't you keep that a secret? Wouldn't that be the most classified fucking thing on the fucking... Well, not... I mean, I've made this point before, but it's the, yeah, the yeah, logic no, no, doesn't change. No, no, but not only that, I, I would take one step closer to to the Occam side, and it's um, and I'm very proud of you, David, for slamming the leader. 
Well, well, just so you know, what you're talking about right now, like that is what I read that helped me form the opinion. Like when I when I make those cases, I get it from the Brookings Institute. I mean, again, you got to respect the hustle. But like I look at it as an even simpler approach. I think it's you got to love when David and I talk for longer than three hours, you know, without clockwork, it will eventually a go to Apollo and b start turning into slurred words. But the Brookings Institute, I think it's more of like an Occam's razor kind of thing. I think it's, I think it's the 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 con the Soviets. I think it's the communist state. You have to remove God, just like you have to introduce uh, Antifa, or as as Prather says, Blantifa, right? You have to introduce them so then you can take it away. Look what happened when you voted us in. Did Trump lose? I don't know. Maybe was it a fortified election? Potentially. But, I mean, guys, the riots stopped. Well, who introduced the riots? David, I'm punching you. I'm punching you. I'm punching you. Just give me 100 bucks. Look, I gave Tommy 100 bucks. Am I proud of it now? Guys, I don't have this black eye anymore. Well, Tommy was punching you. And mm-hmm. it's... So, what, so sorry, to, to wrap it up, I, with, with, with the Soviets, and, and you look at it as, why do you have to remove God, right? You remove God, so now you're a hopeless state. You're drinking potato vodka, and you're just, you know, like, you're just doing your fucking, your two-step, your, your river dancing jump. But what happens when it all devolves into nothing? Well, there's no God. There's nothing higher than the state. Except for the government. So, so, so why would you remove, sorry, so why would you remove a potential not even a god but rather a state higher than your own we are the state but there was a state that was on the moon well that's a bigger state we gotta blot that out we gotta well no no we're a bigger state well if you're a state that can settle a celestial body hey if you're rome and there's all these christians popping up and everything hey we need a guy that talks directly to their god yes okay yeah it's it's the exact same concept um yeah, and it's never going to change. It's once again, it's just maximizing that command and control and tightening that noose as, as hard as you can get it. And uh, let's see where I, I swear there was something that I was going to say at the start of this, but it, um, when you started that ramp, it kind of slipped my mind towards the end there. But it, it, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, where it's the moon, where it's new world, this, that, or the other thing, it's 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 all essentially the continuation of the world. We can go back to Rome every time. It'll, you know, it'll it'll work because it, it's. It's the Catholics, it's the Jesuits, it's the same kind of model, It's as, as Federer would say, it's Plato versus Aristotle. As my um, foreign policy granddaddy, Papa John Mearsheimer, would say, um, you know, you can strip away Marxism, this, that, and the other thing at, at the end of the day, but really what it comes down to is, is liberalism versus realism. And to be fair, as Don pointed out, he was kind of nitpicking there at, at the definition of that. And I agree, my, my dude's a boomer. He doesn't under like oh, if you watch the talks, oh, oh, like oh, he does Don. he doesn't he doesn't understand like well I no Don fully understands, but he understands more than my boomer does because my boomer didn't even think about liberalism really until he decided to write this book. And it's just kind of funny to think about how that kind of stuff all plays together, how you go about capturing that kind of stuff. And, and the absolute insanity of the whole thing really goes back to, to Leviathan and Hobbes. And it's like, well, at the end of the day, we're in the state of nature. How do you get out of the state of nature? Well, you build the state, right? You know, you, you have to have some kind of higher authority. But there, then there comes a problem, which is, and this is where Christianity became a problem for Rome. If 
you, you've built the state, you've built the empire. It's the highest power in the world. It is the, you know, it, you know, you crush the Jews. So their gods, you know, you've proved, essentially, by the way, where the Gnostics come from, if you ever studied the Gnostics, they were Jews who after the Romans crushed the, you know, Israel, they were like, well, God told us we would have the state. And if God told us that, you know, this, and then uh, we get crushed, well, then that couldn't be the real God. So what if there's a secret esoteric God behind that God? And then this guy's yelled at both and, and, and you can get into all kinds of Gnostic, and that's a whole different rabbit hole to go down. But the, to keep it simple for foreign policy sake and, and political sake now, um, that, and that's a fun discussion for later we can get into. But if it's Hobbes and we got to build a state to get out of nature, and then someone comes around and says, hey, there's this thing that's higher than the state, which is a Christian insurgency. Well, the only fucking way, short of blue beaming uh, God into the sky to 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 you know, control that is to say, well, we elected this dude. He's Pope. He talks directly to God. And, um, you know, if you don't listen to him, holy war, uh, you know, and it's just, it's, you, yeah, you know, we'll kill you, you know, and, and that's the 30 years war as Protestants and, and, and Catholics killing each other nonstop. And I just made this point in the, in the server the other day, but it's like, if, if you want, you know, for us, it's so hard to think about why are Protestants and Catholics just murdering the ever living shit out of each other, just going at it for decades. Well, like if you imagine the Catholic church as the way we would uh, envision uh, Chinese institutes of confusion today suddenly it makes a lot more sense why like these protestants they were like you know what you've got this church here you're trying to make everyone you know render under size kaiser you're trying to you know bring like rome back and everything who's gonna kill you it, it all makes sense and, and, and the game hasn't changed this is why i say everything that we face now is a continuation of 30 years war why are they trying to suppress everything well why are, why did they try to suppress martin luther and the printing press the same goddamn war. Why are they trying to suppress going to the New World? The same goddamn war. Why are they trying to keep us from going to Mars, Moon, that, that, and everything? Only except for a small cadre of anointed elites, the priest class. It's the same fucking war, man. It's in, at the you know tactics and technology changes. Strategy doesn't. At the end of the day, I love Alex Jones's bit. This will be studied for years. I love his bit. And I don't mean bit as in a comedy. It's a comedy joke. I, it, it's, it, I, I love Alex. I know what you mean because yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah. to go into comedy, I, but you I, know, I, you I know, have you a professor has a bit. You a professor technically has a bit when they just throw it out there, right? You know, it's it's not meant to be funny. Dale but has bit, you know? Dale has bits. Exactly. Correct. When he talks to Rogan about um, the apology, he actually he talks about it in the first episode. He does nine eleven. As well as, not that I know what the ep- second episode is, but 1455, we're talking with Eddie Brava, right? And then the third one, Rogan completely raped it by going the whole, he's like, we gotta fact check everything, and Jones is right on everything. And the second one, he talks, is a little bit of the first one, but he, I'll, I'll get to it, I'm, I'm, I'm jerking around it. He gets to this whole thing about the Apollo program. And he's like, and he's like, He's like the elites. They they looked at it as a, it, it's almost how do I word this? Putting a graph on things, right? How did I describe mm-hmm. earlier? Why did I like pre med? Right? I mean, I'm sure I like helping people out of the biology, but it was simple for my OCD clinical retarded mind. You do X, you get Y. You do X, mm-hmm. you get Y. But Tommy, only ten percent of people pass OCHEM or fifty percent. 
to me, that's nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm they're concepts, not variables. You yeah, can yeah, memorize yeah, this. Yeah. You can re- you rinse see, and repeat. You see me, people are like, well, you need 500 episodes to succeed. If you know me, you're like, oh, he's just going to do it. Yeah, just. Why, why, why podcasting was so was terrifying was that, like there was no set path. What Jones says about like the space program, so he says the elites see this whole thing as, as like we need to go out into this world of just uh, of these this low Earth orbit, this mid Earth orbit, this this geosynchronous orbit, and it's so absurd, and we have no idea what's going on out there. They, in their minds, and they're true believers. They, and, and John, just give me the downloads. I mean, they look out there. and they, But they look at there and they see, like, whatever it is that's going on. And they feel that they need to put a almost, if you will, I'm, I'm, I'm putting words in, in Jones's mouth. They need to overlay this grid and break it down into elementary pieces that they can then teach. But more importantly... Compartmentalize. Uh, compartmentalize, but even more importantly... Manipulate. You got mm-hmm. as you said earlier. We're not going to do this until well, we know. If you want to manipulate someone, you have to compartmentalize them first, well, sure. because then they're just they're just putting a name on the list. The other. Well, team. sure. I mean, yeah. you know, shout out the big YB, uh, YB but mm-hmm. like, but they also you have to know it completely before you try to enact it. We don't have to dig around with. We're going to drop a plutonium bomb and it might not go off. Because what happens if the Imperial Japanese recover it and they see all this and they see the not the gravitational but the explosive lensing and all of a sudden they're looking at it like, well, what is this thing? No, we want to make sure it's so fit that it's going to liquefy. You know, they think that it was actually they think that the brain matter of the people at the Hypo Center was actually vaporized before their nerve so fast before their nerve cells could communicate pain so there were people gardening that all of a sudden their brains were bubbling like hot tea david yeah oh oh, you're you're completely i'm sorry my my brain was just bubbling there you were completely still i was there was a direct energy weapon that was just just hitting me for a moment yeah you know what the jewish people do (laughs) you know it's it's just that's a joke for all you fucking morons out there but there's this idea that like you do have to control it and then break it down. And so, like, I've, as you know, I'm retarded. My brain doesn't stop. And, 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 and you're equally retarded. And Don's equally retarded. And I say that as a compliment. As you know, I say that as a compliment. It's a special club. And we're all in it. It's a special club. It's a it's a club of kings. Some would even say it's a K club, right? It's Shout out, Claire. You had to do that when I was sitting my whiskey. But, yeah, shout out, Claire. I always do it. Shout out, Claire. The OG. I love how I asked Claire last week. I was like, do you miss the CIA? She goes, no, not at all. <laughs> she goes, no, not at all. Never think of it. And I'm like, fuck them. Fuck them to death. Claire doesn't give a shit. Claire will fuck them all to death. Claire will put a bomb. Joking. Claire will put a bomb in language. The point is, is there does intelligence see- officers don't do that. They have people for that. Okay. There's a difference. Hi, I'm Tommy. <laughs> hey, Tommy, could you drop this suitcase off at my old office? I just want to say bye to the you know the president. He was such a good guy. And I'm like, sure thing, Claire. I'll see you on episode 535. And I walk in there and Claire's like, he was a good kid. Send. <laughs> but like, you know, there goes Langley. But uh, yeah, and then and then you and Don are watching it and you're like, don't fuck around with Claire. Claire will fucking blow your head off. Don't fuck with Claire. Claire will shoot you in the fucking face. Claire will shoot you in the fuck. I bet Dale wouldn't fuck with Claire. 
I believe that actually. I, 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 there's no irony or sarcasm in I want no, like, believe no, that. like, lol, like, I bet Hitler wouldn't fight my mom. No, I mean, I would Dale, D- Dale would look at Claire and be like, she has a hundred other Dales that would pick up the phone if I were to piss her off. Yeah. And we don't even know they exist. Not only not not only would they replace me, but they would go against me. Dale, there's so many stories I can't tell. The point is, story of our lives. I'll tell you. I'll tell you when we hang out, man. If if you if you fucking come right up with me to 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 you, dude, give me the dates. Um, if we if it's by plane, because I if it's by plane, I'm probably got to get a private charter because I like to. I don't like to be without a firearm, and I'm wait. You can can I can I fly down to Florida and then private charter with you? I, I, once again, let me know what the dates. Let, let me know what you guys is that. Is that the best idea to put ourselves on a private plane? Is that a uh, clear cut shot for a safe site? Well, it would definitely look a lot more. Well, a it reduces the hostage stuff. Uh, well, it, actually, it's worse because then you know it's targeted. But if you just had like a bunch of people, you just go, ah, it's just generic terrorism. It's some Iranian mother. But um, that's not important. The point point is. When, when when the dates and all that kind of stuff starts to come together, let me know. Well, we I, I totally right. be interested in kicking it with with you know I, George, George Webb. Shout out to George. You know he's an American hero Big in my book because there there are people that have been assassinated for far less than what George has oh, gotten away yeah. with, and 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 for oh, that yeah. like the, the dude's a fucking legend. He's a hero. Um, you know I I don't bug him because I know he has better things to do than the shit that I'm working on. <laughs> he, he plays hard to get. He barely responds to me. He's he's I think he's dude, busy. He, I think he's just busy. Yeah, he's incredible, dude. He's he's like you said. He's building a. It used to just be him and Task Force Jenny Moore. Who yeah, Cl- uh, Claire follows him on Twitter. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. If Game you don't over, know who bro. George Webb is, like. Get on that, but that, that's the that's the point. Being is you know he's busy because you know when, when you're in the business that long and like your your own partner gets assassinated, one of the things that you start thinking about um, quite a bit is how do I keep this machine running? And, and we actually talked about this. Like, what happens if I get my head blown off? Do the soldiers know the tactics or do they know the strategy? Do they know what needs to happen or do they just have orders? And it's the same thing. You know, George has probably of that same mindset going hey i've seen these people fucking die i need to be i need to be spending more time training and force multiplying the next generation for this fight than than i need to be uh painting a target on my own back and uh, by the way uh not speaking for george this is just purely my assumption but you know can you uh so i actually as i told you earlier i did i mean i did back-to-back podcasts yeah hey by the way to those uh million channel subscribers hey completely know what you're talking about i had an md phd from cambridge who's part of the american insurgents association and then i also had on michael uh, michael jackson's publicist completely understand what it's like you fucking faggots because of that i didn't read your text earlier i ran out of my interview with bloom and Came, well, I did the important things first. I bought alcohol, but then I drove here, and as you, excuse me, as you know, I took a shot to the leg, like an American. No one listening to this has any idea what I'm talking about. George Webb, it's on his Twitter. He lost a partner to to he was killed. What I everything I just said, 
I didn't have time to read any of the signal messages earlier. I mean, I saw Don's pictures of his dick, which I'll always love. Thank you, Don. You know, thank you for his it's life. It's so massive, and I just yeah, love looking and, at it. And, yeah, and then, uh, no, I like to think is... Like, he may be a gnome, but his, like yeah. he's got a dick like a fucking, you know, an orc. Yeah, and I'd, and I'd like to thank his dad for taking those pictures. You know, it's the leather, the... I don't agree with it, but the Bibles, yeah, listen, it was great. Yeah. All that being said, I didn't I didn't actually have any time to read, so I, I sent y'all a message earlier and then I went and talked to whoever. How how did his partner die? And that's not some compartmentalized information. That's on that's on Webb's Twitter. He he says, right, you right, you're like, you know, one partner down and Yeah. And, and, that was and a bunch for, of rambling which, for no reason. Which, Sorry. which by the record, that that you know I talk about putting me on the spot that that's not my story to tell no Um, 100 his and there's a book about it Um, hey full disclosure literally everything we've been talking about this episode including the brookings institute capture of old civilizations but but out of the only sure i I will say this the only reason i know who george webb is and started following his work is because years ago um my deceased X, who used to work for Eric Prince, said, hey, you should take a look at what this guy's talking about. All right. And so that's when I started following George Webb. And when it comes to what happens with Jenny Moore, it's one of those things that will we ever get a 100 percent straight answer on that? I don't know. I mean, do we know? Will we ever get a straight answer on how those Capitol Police officers went or, or, or you know, or, or people that die of uh, sudden quick cancer or, you know, uh, you know, a heart attack, you know, because at the end of the day, we talk about lasers just and the other thing. Maybe if I, if I build a laser that can, you know, vibrate your arteries and then the plaque comes off and then it goes through your heart. You know, there are things like that. Can that kill you. That's like, a medical it, procedure now. That's a medical yeah, procedure. Uh, that's, that, 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 that's a medical. Well, yeah. Havana syndrome. Sorry, go on. Yes. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, nowadays it's not even a secret, but at the end of the day, if you said that you could do that, someone would call you a conspiracy theorist. And, and, the, and the point being, you know, like I said, it's not my story to tell, but the, that's the only reason I even know who George was. And when I saw what happened uh, with, with Jenny Moore and all that, and, I, and as I was following, you know, and also just the fact that, like, I thought I knew a lot about how the intelligence community and how our foreign policy worked before I found George. And, and just following his his work and seeing what he was talking which it's not easy to get into and follow like you know there, there's a reason why like he wrote all the well he wrote all the books because his channel was the lead but even then it wasn't it wasn't easy to follow he was talking with like documentary makers and everything trying to make it easier because it was just him on the road just interviewing this person that person that just doing work and like if you would if you didn't know what he was about and what was all going on there it's Long like you just couldn't get into it yeah you just could not get into that and it, it's just I can't even put it into words because like all the things that like I would want to link and be like, hey, look at this, look at this, look at this. It's all been yeeted, deleted six times over. And it's why George has had to write books and build his own printing fucking press going back to Martin Luther and the 30 years war and why I say we're still in the 30 years war. Um, You know, I really don't know how to I, I can't answer your question as to what happened exactly to Jenny Moore. All I can say is that I, I you know I consider them all fucking, you know, um you know, no irony, no sarcasm. They are you know, no they got stung on a bee shit. They are straight up American heroes sure. that have been uh poking hornets' nests and digging into shit that they know gets people killed. 
Um, and and hey man. to this day, there's few people that have stuck with it the way they have. I mean, dude, George Patton, right? I mean, George Patton, right? That subsonic projectile that hit his neck in that car crash. I mean, I mean, right? But I mean, but but I mean, people people hate people hate him, and I don't give a shit about it. But I mean. Bill O'Reilly, it's not Bill O'Reilly, it's Bill O'Reilly's ghostwriter. It's like saying you don't like Hannah Montana's, like, writing style. It's not fucking her. She's a puppet for the yeah. fucking thing. Whoever Bill O'Reilly's ghostwriter is, is such a fantastic historian. Killing the SS, killing Hitler, killing Patton. I've... Mm-hmm. Hey, guys! Back... Sarcasm. Hey, guys, back to getting your channel uh, censored. I know what it's like. I've talked to George Patton's granddaughter amongst others about this listen it's once you start diving too deep you get kaput and it's yeah. it's, it's, it's and... I don't know man there's a certain level of sure it's very easy to look back and be like fuck yeah that's so badass right Martin Luther mm-hmm. or, or Bruno right burned at the stake but then you have to realize that it's like it's very like here and now, like you, yeah, you will get thwacked. Yeah, it, it will, and it's one of the reasons why I, I fell in love with like Don's community on the server so much because like you know I monitor and I spy on damn near every group from the far left to the far right to insurgents in Balochistan to insurgents in the Philippines. And at the end of the day, it, you know we we can all talk the talk and, and, and about how we're going to walk the walk in one day but at the end of the day if you're going to if you're going to stand up to tyranny it's it comes down to who's your, all willing to say we're going to get waco together put your dick yeah on who's going to get waco together put and that's why like i started posting all my memes in, in don's server because those are the motherfuckers that they got it put your dick on the table Action speak louder and guys like George Webb, of course, you and, know. And, but it's such an easy cliche. And like during, like obviously, like, was that part of it? The beginning of the last episode, when I was like, "I'll work with you, CIA. I'll work with you, FBI." And Don's right. like, "I'm gonna shoot you in the face." And I'm like, "That was a joke, right?" I'm like, you, "You'll do me a favor, but yeah." Do you realize how much of an insult that is to some people that have been trying to get out from the thumb of the CIA their entire lives? But to me, you know, and, and I do in hindsight, you mm-hmm. know, it's. It's, I, haven't, I haven't even watched that episode. So to me, it truly is the lost episode. I blacked. <laughs> I blacked out. I have no. Well, I, yeah, I don't even. Well, I'm not even referencing that in there. But like, when, when, no, no. When but, we, but, but even, the, even when we jokingly say, "Hey, yeah, I'll take the paycheck from the CIA. I'll go work for the CIA." Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. there are people that that have climbed to the top of that pyramid only to be recruited to the CIA to, to, to spend their entire lives trying to figure out how do we get these guys out from under the thumb of the CIA. Yeah. And those are the heroes we'll never learn the names of. Yeah. Those I are the mean, guys that I mean, are just, they're they're gone. Right? I mean I mean was it yesterday? Was it two days ago? I have no idea. Well, I was wearing that, that that shirt that I made, right? The CIA nine eleven. It's the, the run the run DMC, but it's it's yeah. CIA nine eleven. And actually in terms of a graphic artist standpoint, for all my graphics set out there, if you zoom in on the file on the far right one, right? The two ones look like uh, the twin towers. The far right actually has the pancake explosions coming out. It's a little, mm-hmm. little. When I originally wore that to the gym back in Ocean City in like 2019, one of the guys I became friends with, who's been on this podcast, episode uh, 77, Tony Tadeshi, he was a firefighter in New York on 9 11. 
a lot of his friends were killed. One of his friends survived the collapse, and they were there, and he was trying to get him out, and the rubble shifted, and it's like six million tons of... His friend was like, sh- like shredded, like, like shredded cheese, just killed. And then, you know, and there I am in the gym wearing my CIA 9-11 shirt, and I realized that Tony, he's an adult, probably wanted to make me shit out my own teeth, right? Probably wanted to punch my teeth down my throat. Tony, still my friend. The point of all of that is, is like, like, what, like, you know, like it said during the last episode, I was like, yeah, I'll work with you. To me, that's like comedic relief. There's a lot of, a lot of, and it's very easy to, there's a lot of darkness. There's a, you know, I could very easily point to things and be like, you know, when I post my episodes with Peter McCullough and Robert Mon, David, are you all right? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I'm, 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 I'm sure I have to go piss or shit or something. Oh, I'm going. To, I'm going to take a piss after this, but I'm. I'm, I'm actually making sure I memorize the the story I'm going to tell when I come back, so that I don't forget about it Dude, while I'm in the restroom. The podcast world, isn't it so hard to remember ideas that pop up as someone's talking? And you're like, I know, and we're th- especially when we're like, like I'm trying to make eye contact with him and nod, but at the same time, I have ideas popping out of my head. Yeah. So, so before I go and I, I take that leak, and I'm going I'm to verbalize this to make sure it's reinforced my memory, so I don't forget to tell the story. So it was, um, and this guy was very much a mentor to me because my, my grandfather was a gunsmith. I grew up a range rat shooting. Once again, not a military guy, but I ain't, I've never been in the military. No, no, you're in the military. But we both no. were injured by the great. <laughs> okay, beast. We're, we're, we were both better, injured by the great beastings of 2021. The drug war and the meme war, but the, the point no, being, the great beastings. The, the the point being. Yeah, fuck it, I'll just tell the whole thing now that I was going to say. No, I'll go take a leak, uh, leak on the mic drop. But um, the point being, a, a very uh, mentor-like figure uh, when I was growing up and contemplating whether or not I wanted to work for the government. Um, and I was really into shooting. I was really into shooting sub-MOA groups. I thought it was really fucking cool. Uh, th- by the way, this, and this was back when it was like, you know, like even, you know, you, if, if the gun shot men of angle, that was considered good. So like if you could be drilling dimes and everything, that was cool. But the, the, the point being... I remember this dude, he was doing stuff He in the army, doing stuff for the army in Vietnam, Laos and Cambodia in the 70s when the army's not supposed to be doing that. And he was doing a lot of stuff in, in South America when the army's not wasn't supposed to be doing stuff. And I remember one day I said, you know what? I, I'm, I'm kind of I'm thinking about this whole CIA thing. I'm like, I'm kind of thinking, you know what? I kind of wanted to be a CIA guy one day. I think that might be a thing. This dude wanted to slap the living shit out of me. I mean, he wanted to pimp fucking slap the living shit out of me. And and this was his advice. No, no bullshit. He said, don't ever work for the CIA. As a matter of fact, stay out of the government. If you, if you want to be really smart, go market your shit to drug dealers because they will pay you better. They will take better care of you. And the odds of you getting whacked for doing their work is a lot lower. All right. That was the advice that I was given by a guy that ran heroin out of Asia, by a guy that ran cocaine out of South America, by a guy that trained Contras, how to drill sub-OMOA groups. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I say today I will I don't I don't hate anyone that has worked for the government, but I'm not willing to work with you until you are a non-state actor. <laughs> yeah, 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 and on that note, I'm gonna go take a piss and then probably freshen up my bourbon. I'll be right back because we're past the the midnight mark. Oh, oh, happy birthday to me! Happy birthday, Tony! No one gives a shit. Oh, we have back. to fight the Nazis. 
I can't hear you. I took the earpods out. I'm going to take good. this. It's okay, David's a good person. He's mentally retarded. Um, David, uh, David has delusions of grandeur. He's a paranoid schizophrenic. Um, you know, as a, as a child, he was literally raped to death. This isn't the same David that we know. Um, we miss David, and, um, hmm, I bought some CBD gummies. I get terrible anxiety after I drink. So... When I drink, I wake up like three or four hours after I go to bed. And I don't know what I have. I think it's like some sort of hypermetabolism. I start going through like acute alcohol withdrawals. And, I, and I, I'll wake up in the middle of the night just like shaking. And there's like pins and needles all over the entire surface of my body. And what I found in the last couple months is that I'll go to bed, right? You go to bed drunk, you just pass out. But when I wake up at like two or three in the morning with like my body shaking, I'll eat a couple, not a couple, I'll eat a lot of uh, CBD gummies. And it actually puts a pretty good dissipative effect on it. That doesn't mean that you're not hungover. That doesn't mean that you don't feel like shit the next day. Like a normal hangover. But. <clears throat> it does take the mental uh, anxiety. Mmm. Or sour. Mm. It does take the mental side effect off of it. So shout out gummy worms or what the fuck makes this way feeling. There he is. And we're back. Do you think, uh... Think Don's getting finished pegged by his wife? You know, there's, there's a reason. There's a lot of reasons why I say you should you should be on the server. Um, I know. I mean, a lot of reasons why you should be on the server. And I remember seeing a meme. Wait, wait, by what the, the way, his fuck wife were is you on... guys talking about with my feet earlier? I mean, I, I know the whole, like, feet you know, meme, right? You know Where it's like a hot girl, it's like, send pics of your feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that, that meme. You realize I've had gay dudes ask me for feet pics, right? Well, yeah, like, it's a that's just, that's just That's just I, the thing. I had gay guys um, ask me in college all the time if but, they fuck them. But the point being is Don's wife is on the server and she's pretty based in her own right and everything. But I remember seeing a meme that I remember seeing a meme that someone made. Um, it was some movie poster or whatever, and it's Don sitting there, and, and it's like a horror movie, right? And he's sitting there, and then there's someone coming up behind him uh, with like a baseball bat that's getting ready to like take his head out, and it's just um, Don's wife's profile pic, which is a picture of a cat. I just remember thinking that was absolutely hilarious. Um, just, just seeing something, you have to see it, you know, to believe it, but that. But back to the whole feet pick thing. It's like anywhere you go now, it's just a meme. It's just like yeah, show no, feet. I, I, I get the feet pick meme. Is that all it was? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, no, I like get the you, feet you, pick meme. You know, yeah, yeah, same thing. Yeah, you gave it away for free, man. Like you gave. There are people. I thought that you guys had a bunch that. of like feet obsessed like homos that wanted my feet, which. Well, yes, they exist too. I mean, well, they, I mean, they, they, I mean, but it's a given. 
The sun rises in the east. Yeah, sure. Exactly. But but going back to if you can do anything good, don't do it for free. It's like you gave it away for free. Do anything for God. That's the problem, Tommy. That's the problem with everybody. There's some really esoteric dude that's like, I you know what? I like feet, but I only like feet that like they're swollen and they're fucked up because it's got stung by something. And and guess what? Guess what? You were that guy's daily jerk off material for the rest of your life. Now, hey, like, you know uh, what? You look at that as I gave it away for free. I look at it as I did a public service. free marketing, right? Hey, hey, tomato, tomato. Hey, half you're welcome, full. sir. Whatever, fucking toothless guy living out there in Appalachia with like a you know modem hookup, a dial up, who's jerking off to a pixelated picture of my foot. God bless America. Genius. Absolutely, like next level. I don't give a shit. If I can alleviate the pain of your everyday life, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> subscribe. Send it to school kids. I don't know. Maybe run into an elementary school with a thermite bomb. I don't know. Now we're not on YouTube, but I don't know. Go in there. Maybe you know. Make some noise. <clears throat> Literally, figuratively. How come we haven't seen? And now we're. This isn't lost episode. But now, well, I guess we'll start venturing into no YouTube episode. Why? Oh, we're there. We're. I don't think we've got there yet. I think we've been pretty good. But now let's <clears throat> sandpaper condoms on. How long until we see like a Stephen Paddock school shooter? And I'm talking belt fed. I'm talking like West Hollywood. Well, you know, my, my favorite, so so of that whole Saudi civil war spilling into the United States narrative, uh, like my favorite thing is it wasn't a belt, you don't understand, it wasn't a belt fed, all right? It was like, all right, this dude, he took like, you know, 30 AR-15s. He had 31 he had, long guns. He had, he had 30 AR-15s, and he's had them set up all on a rack, right? And like, 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 have you ever seen the way that, like, you know, dudes like this take a bunch of MGs and they set them on, like, a rack? Like, I don't know, like, you, you got a Hilux and you take, like, a bunch of water-cooled, like, old Maxims and you, like, stick them on the back or something. But it was uh, my... But the meme was basically, like, he took AR-15s, he had them on a rack, so he could pull them all back and they would all bump fire at the same time. One of my favorite memes about that's that whole hard. thing instead of a belt fed. But, um, yeah. That's but retarded. going back. Sorry. The me, the, 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 I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go into a full meme no, there. No, 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 no. That's beautiful. Thank, thank you for introducing me. I didn't know that was a meme. I mean, I knew there was the belt fed meme. I knew there was the bump stock meme. I always thought the most realistic one was probably belt fed. But behind that, the most realistic was his, was he had like thirty like long guns, like long like automatics, and he fired them each until they overheated. The idea that he pulled them all back like some sort of like home alone mechanism. Well, well to be fair, I mean overheated when when you're well, doing a suicidal barrel. rampage. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. well, I mean, well, what? I mean, what? He was he melting barrels over? Well, 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 I mean, well, that's what I thought of, right? Because there's that video of that guy firing 700 rounds through a saw. This guy, right? Right? I mean, he right, he killed 59 people, injured 500. Which is, I mean, hey, I mean, I'm impressive. I'll give credit where credit's due. That's where the band comes from, from YouTube. But like, I'll give credit where credit's due, right? I mean, his target. The idea that he pulled them all together, and it's like, 
to me that seems comical that's like those chinese like like farms where they have like 900 yeah. like iphones on the wall and it's like they all upload the same thing on reddit and it's like this idea that he like cranked it back and there's like an artificial blue plastic hand and it's like Stephen Paddock fired at us all with 30 there's ease Occam's razor Occam's razor is was or Occam's belt fed yeah Occam's belt fed Occam's razor I mean you know maybe a Saudi civil war spilled out in the United States but that's the- my favorite conspiracy of the entire era the idea that it was a hit on the crown prince. I love that one. Well, I've jerked you, off to you, that conspiracy theory. I mean, I've thought about that conspiracy theory so well, many times. So so you think about, you know, what did Stalin say? If you, you kill someone, it's tragedy. <sighs> you know, you kill a million, it's a statistic. I mean, if I if I shoot just one guy. One crown and prince. Yeah, and there's a and, – and suddenly it's like, well, who had um, – who benefits – you know, that's the, you know, when in doubt, who benefits the oldest way to, to, to find a truth? Um, it's very simple. If you just whack one guy, who would in, who would be incentivized by that? But, it's a, but if you make it a massacre and the dude just happened to be there, well, it's not an assassination. It's just some schizo. Just, yeah, right. You know, he went out and like, did that. It's the idea of like knocking down planes, right? It's that, uh, yeah. It's why if we were to fly on a private plane and we get hit by a stinger, that's a targeted assassination. Why would you target that plane? But, you know, if we were on the, you know, the the consumer flight with everyone else, well, that's terrorism. And they were just mass murdering people. Yeah. I mean, right. I mean, what was that plane over uh, that was shot down in the Cold War? Right. I mean, last week I had on uh, uh, Taylor Down, the author of 1983, right. That plane was shot down over the the Kamchatka Peninsula in, like, what, 85, 86? Mm-hmm. And, uh, right, there's that Republican congressman on board, but it wasn't that important, so... But, yeah, no, right, you could hide it, right? You, you, yeah. You could... Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Do you have a political enemy in Las Vegas? Do you have a political enemy in Aurora or Colorado? Yeah, if, if you can't... Think about it this way. If you can't minimize your footprint, right? If, if you're not capable... Obscuring. Of, 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 yeah, it, yeah. If, if I can't put all the soundproofing shit needed to, to run the studio and whatever. Okay. So that you, you know what, you know, to, to minimize that to zero. Well, what's the other way to go with it? We're there. Well, you just make everything so goddamn loud that you're never going to hear the note. that's important. And, and so it's, and that's where you just go. It's so overt. It's covert. So overt. It's covert. Yeah. Yeah. But then at the same time, and, you know, I was talking about this to, to Hodkinson earlier, and I've, I've talked about this before. Who did I talk about it the other day with? I think McCullough. I talked about it with Prather as well. Is there's this, like, higher, at, at, at the risk of sounding like an esoteric douche, which is what I'm not going for, but perhaps I am. I'm more than happy to wear that hat if you don't want to. I'll, I'll, I'll go there. David will, David's my partner. We will... There's this, and I've brought it up before. I think I brought it up with Don, but you know, it reminds me of you know because Don and I are both combat veterans. You know, it's it's it's. I always think Beam war and drug war. Hey, you know what? Hey, I'm just I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy. But you know, I always think about pledge ship. 
I always think about pledge ship at a at a southern college in two thousand nine when it was still politically correct to wear blackface, which a lot of the guys did when I was a pledge. I thought it was hilarious, I, but I still do. It's just pain. Was everything is set up to where you're fucked. You cannot complete it. There's twenty thirty brothers. Yeah, you have to get SIG's signatures. You gotta get them all. You have this little black book. You gotta get them all the signatures every Thursday because fucking whatever. Some people say, hey, you gotta drive me to Popeye's. You'll get a signature. Some people say, you gotta clean my floors. The entire thing is set up so you fail, right? It's the opposite of 08. It's not too big to fail. It's it, it's it's too, it's too failure for your big efforts to fight it. And the entire thing is set up so you're fucked. And all throughout the process... Some people drop out, some people quit, and some people get, get booted out. But it keeps going all the way through hell week. And as you're sitting there and you're eating like dry flour and hand sanitizer and puking through your nose and your tear ducts, and they keep hazing you, and you're like, by that point, you're completely brainwashed. You're like, we're going to figure it out, guys. We're going to beat this thing. And then you get initiated, and all the brothers come up to you, and they're laughing, and they're like, there was no fucking way you could compete this. Like if someone said, Tommy, you got to do a 99-hour podcast before you get monetized. Eventually, it's you're just, like... It, it's just like Don was saying earlier. Like, how do you know who you can trust? How do you know who the right man is if you don't give them the opportunity to show you that they are the wrong man? Correct. And you finish it. We started with, like, 50 guys, and we finished with, like, 10. Now, I know Dale went into Delta Selection with 120 guys, and two guys finished. But we're basically the same. I am Delta Force. Let's call it what it is. I am <laughs> I am Delta Force. But the point is, is, so I say all of that to say, there's this beauty in realizing. In hindsight, you cannot realize it during. So if you realize it during, that's a whole different parallel. That's like Buddhism. You enlighten during the game. But in hindsight, you go, oh, they were never going to give us enough time to finish writing down whatever the credo is from 1910 or whatever the fuck it is you know it's 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 nine paragraphs and they give you 30 seconds to write it and you're like but i but i memorized it and i wrote it so fast and i practiced and you finally realize that they're asking you to run a, a, a 12 second mile and it's that beauty though in that you re- there's a purpose to this and that you realize in that struggle to fight in that struggle to go against the insurmountable odds, you eventually callous yourself to the point that you're still brainwashed. You think that you can complete it, but there's this callousing point where you go, I don't, I'm not sure if I'll be able to, but I'll be goddamned if I let them fuck the guy next to me. And it becomes down to what, what do Dale and Ted I always say? It's never about the war. It's about the guy to the left and the right. And you, are you in Nam? Are you in Iraq? Are you in, so some stories I'll tell you another time off air. Are you in some denied territories that you can't be in? You don't give a fuck about that. It's left, right. It's and how and figuring out how someone's going to react to that. Yes, and that is what pledgeship is, and it's the most beautiful mind game that you go. We were never supposed to win, but eventually you reach this point where you go. We might get expelled from college, and my parents might beat the shit out of me, and I might lose my tuition. But I'll be goddamned if these brothers are going to beat us down. And that is when it finally ends. The, the the nut busts. The bubble breaks. The enlightenment happens. The alarm goes off. You wake up from the illusion. And then they all laugh. And they go, you're never supposed to win. I say all of that to say. I talked to Prather about this. And I talked to everybody I just mentioned earlier. Part of me thinks. 
This whole thing is so one-sided. Were they capable of knocking down the Twin Towers and releasing a bioweapon? Do we actually think we're going to win? Or are we just at this point where it's you, it's me, it's Don the Pleb, it's this fucking dog, and we're like, listen, they've got thermonuclear weapons, guys. We're farting, we're pissing, we're drinking, we're doing a podcast. Are we going to win? Guys, I highly doubt it. But you know what? I'll be goddamn before I let them take down David and Don with me. Is that the lesson that we're learning? And is there a a 9D chessboard outside of this? Is it heaven? Is it samadhi? Is it enlightenment? That you move to the next level. That you everyone else gets called out and they go, these are the motherfuckers. That they face down a government with a trillion dollar defense network. And it was Don with a pleb hat. It was David pissing. And it was Tommy wearing a Yuri hat. Or Yuri, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, you piss more than I do. You right? You crossed the line, Bucko. You crossed the line. Is it is it a point where it's like George Webb? Is it these motherfuckers that were like, "Hey guys, we're we're building a sandcastle and we're looking at a tsunami." I don't think it's going to survive, but I'll keep digging with you. To me, there's a beauty in that. Sorry for that whole rant. But to me, that is kind of what I look at life as. No, you, you're, it's a you're ab- well source of energy. You're absolutely correct because there's a you know there's a selection there's a natural selection process to everything. And um, by the way, if there's anyone that you should do an episode dedicated to exclusively just this, you should do an episode with Jeffrey Prather specifically on initiation. Okay. You know, like you guys should should really go into that. But at the end of the day. It's exactly that. I, I am with you 100% of the way, and you're going to hate why, because at the God. end of the day, if, if you are someone that is, that is a Warhammer 40K nerd God, like I me. Knew I, knew, I, knew, I, knew, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. It's like we have to prepare for the grim darkness of the, the far, far future, future where there is only war, war and there is heretics, traitors, xenos, gene stealers, reptilians behind every corner. How the fuck else am I supposed to know if I can trust you? Whether or not, you know, it, it, unless you are willing to say, you know what? I'm going to fucking die for this. I'm going to go up. I'm just going to, you know what? My soul is more important than the power that is on this earth or on on Mars or what the fuck ever. I'm just going to go up at that demon. I'm either going to slay the demon or I'm going to be slain. How the fuck else are you supposed to know who you can trust? There's no other way. As Federer says, (laughs) since if you're a god, you know, I love Alan Watts' bit, you know, all about being God. Federer, perfect segue for that, yeah. Yeah, Federer has the most brilliant... I had never thought of it before, but it's been in my mind since. Shout out Roger Federer. I know Richard, where you're going, insane. Roger. Imagine if God produced some AIs that were all, as you know, but we'll explain it to the listener. Well, self-aware. You put them in a gymnasium, and at the end of it... And they have no idea you exist. They cannot know. It is beyond their comprehension. It is a dog that I'm watching trying to understand calculus. And 95% of them end up trying to kill each other. And they go, who's the owner of this place? Let's fucking murder them. But 5% of them are just, they just try to be the best dogs. Despite all odds. 
Well, granted, in his, in his, in his analogy, it's AI. Yeah. I was using dogs, so watching dogs. A little fucked up. At the end of it, you go, well, which ones do you want to join you in heaven? Right? I mean, it's, it's right? It's, it's if, if there's a terror, it's far worse than anything we can comprehend. Who the hell are you even going to trust to be near you? <laughs> if, you know, we can talk a big game when we're in an air-conditioned room and we have full bellies and we're drinking booze. If Dale wants to find out who's right or die, it's not through the podcast. Mm-hmm. I might have a leg up on him because we're buddies. Dale's going to run us through the ringer. And honestly, Don will probably survive. You and I will die. We'll die. But Don will probably survive. But that, how else are you going to figure it out? How else are you going to figure out those who you are... You have no way to know. And it, and it's and, it, and at the risk of, 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 of lacking humility, it's not... It's not, but it is those who are worthy. It's it's Charlie and the Chocolate, uh, Chocolate Factory. It's it's yeah. right. It's it's Wormsworth or Wigglesworth, whatever the fuck his name is. To make it even worse than that, and and I know Jeffrey Prather talks about this quite a bit. And like I said, you guys should do an episode just on talking about initiation and all that kind of stuff because that's he's been ghosted. Yeah, he, you know, I, I him and George Webb, they're they're okay, busy I'll folks. All right, listen, they're busy. They're they're doing the Lord's work. But the, the well, point being, listen, Joe. But the the point being, though, you have no other option for for being able to gauge who you can trust unless you put them in that scenario to begin with. You you know, we can can speculate about that all we want, but that's just that's the way you have to design the system. And there's so much that I want to go through. Yeah, I just want to like jump into here, but just, just, just go wild. I just want just you. Wild. Okay, I, I'm going to try to do go this wild, without, like go wild, like uh, like like. I want like, all right. at a, at an elementary. All right. all right, I just want you to think about what would happen, like if if, if a bunch of fucking eugenicists were like, you know what, we're going to build build the super soldier, right? We're gonna we're gonna give this dude two hearts, three lungs. We're gonna give him the ability to spit acid, not so he can spit in someone's face. That was that was. That was an earthquake. I don't even. That props to that one. That was a good one. Super salty. But um, but anyway, so two hearts, three lungs. All right, so they can pump more blood around. They can you know pump more oxygen around. All right, they can spit acid, not because it's not be a weapon, but just so that if they're dropped in the middle of fucking nowhere, they can eat wood and rocks. All right, and like just think about that kind of mindset, and then also think about what kind of terror would cause you to say, you know what, we're going to take someone and we're going to abuse them and we're going to turn them into that kind of monster. Suddenly what you, initiation, um, you know, there's different levels of it, you know, but at the end of the day, whether it's a gang saying, hey, go out, whack this guy so we know you can trust you or, you know, or, you know, you're smoking someone uh, to the brink of dawn to make sure that they're not going to turn and rat on their comrades or, or and shit like that. You know, we can make nine dozen cases for why those are good things to do. But at the end of the day, we have to examine and go back to what we could say were, were the assassins, the original assassins, the guys that, you know, they, they got these guys, there's these supposed warriors, they bring them into these, you know, hashish field fucking madness pits of like, they're just giving them euphoria. So they think they're in heaven and, and then they're implanting, you know, the here's our, and, and that's when you implant the goal, by the way, when, when you're, when you're talking about 
You're trying to create these radical motherfuckers that are going to do anything it takes to achieve the goal. You're not trying to teach them tactics. You're not trying to give them the bullet points. You're trying to create people that will do whatever it takes to achieve the goal. And that's when you do it. That's when you do monarch. All right. My, sorry, sorry. Mike Tyson on Rogan, he said that his handler always said, it's not about winning the fight. It's not about making money. Objective, achieve. That's mm-hmm. it. Go on. So objective, achieve. And then, like, how do you have someone that's going to go for that objective no matter what, even if you don't even know what you can tell them to do? You know, going to Dale's story of, like, how do you get past the fence? It's the same thing. You take the person that's already the most motivated person in the fucking room. You take that person. You give them the godlike fucking euphoric experience. You blow their fucking mind. And, you know, you give them DMT, what the fuck ever, however the hell you get it in their system. And then while they're really malleable and thinking about things, that's when you come in and say, hey, this is the way the world works. This is the way we're trying to make it work. Go out and be a good soldier for God. Okay. When are you going to stop playing games with God? And that's really make, make a true believer. Yeah, that's how you make true believers. And guess what? Without true believers, you're not going nowhere because it's, um, you know, I, I think the last time we had this conversation, Don brought up the, the Pareto distribution, but it's the same thing. It's it's the only the radicals are going to move the needle and everyone else is going to follow the radicals because they fear what happens if you don't go with the radicals. World War Two was 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 FDR Eisenhower versus Hitler Speer and Hirohito everyone else was following it loosely obviously yes everyone else was okay then we're back to how do you engineer a, a society that either a has Nuremberg trials and says that hey these are laws and we'll kill anybody that doesn't stick to this or how do we make societies throw the Nuremberg trials out and say, you know what, we're just going to go with eugenics forever. And that's where... You know, they might be tying themselves in a pretzel. They might be tying themselves in a knot. Well, I, I if it if it wasn't for... The, I would almost 100% agree with that, except for the fact that they have Operation Warp Speed and Donald Trump to make the scapegoat and just go, yeet! It was yeet. all that guy. Orange man bad, that, that that evil Nazi dude. Yeah, he authorized biological weapons oh, that turned everyone I've into super my, spreaders I've and he killed them all. I've said on the podcast before, and so it can be quoted in future dates. They will acknowledge the death rate of the vaccine when they realize that they can pin it on Trump. They already do. They're just, it, it's timing. It's, it, it's, it, 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 that's, it's in the books. It's, it's not, timing. It's it's naive of me to think that they the, just have I, to realize it. As a matter of fact, I think the only reason they haven't gone for that yet, and this is pure speculation, all right, 100% pure speculation, but I think the only reason that they didn't go that route right off the bat is because Trump said, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to step back. I'm going to let Biden roll into this because I know you guys fortify are going to be a bunch of fort- hated he's faggots. Gonna, he's going to fortify it. Biden's yeah. going to fortify it. Biden's going to fortify it. And he knew, you know what? If I just let them fortify it and I just fade away and I just let it happen, nobody likes this Biden and this Harris person. And for the record, the only reason that, you know, they went with that, they wanted Harris to begin with. That, that was the original. She was supposed to be Barack Obama, too. Yeah, no shit. But yeah. she... But she got torpedoed. So their original plan was to have Harris lined up and then knock 
Trump off by hanging warp speed around his neck. Mm-hmm. All right. And then Harris is in. But the problem is Tulsi Gabbard literally eviscerated like just just like a like an eagle because everyone's like eagles. They kill things. No, they're, they're kind of like they I mean, they will if they have to. But they're kind of like turkey vultures. And honestly, that's kind of like they'll just hang out. And I, love, just, I, love how, think, I love how four and a half hours into the podcast, you're like, by the way, this is not who eagles are. <laughs> yeah, this, this is not who eagles are. No, this is where David makes a stand. He was like, I know we've been talking about the Brookings Institute and microSDs and Lieutenant General James Abramson and liquid CO2. But this is not who eagles are. They will murder something if they have to, but they're happy with roadkill. And, and it's just, it's... It, Kamala's the eagle and she's just picking off the intestines of the roadkill. And and the only reason she's she's doing that is because she thought she was gonna be in. Everyone else thought that she was gonna be in. And then Hunter Biden's compromised, Biden's compromised, and the only way they can protect Hunter is to put, you know, you- guess if you put Biden in, anything against Hunter is now political, so he's shielded. And so the only reason they're not hanging warp speed, or once again, back to speculation, I'm not going to throw out, I, there's a lot of documents I'll no, throw out. No, 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 say. It's off I'm going to say, say it is pure speculation. But if Harris had won, if they didn't need to put Biden in, if they could have just ran with Harris and got her from the get-go, that would have been the play from the get-go. And now they're just like, well, we need Harris in, but everything, but to put her in, we have to look even more weak, and that doesn't look good. And, and so it's almost like I don't want to defend Trump too much and be like, you know what, this is forty-two eighty-two D chess of him stepping down and doing it. And but at the end of the day, the old yeah, eleven point fifth mountain division. But the only reason they're not hanging the vaccine and, and all that shit around his neck now is because Harris didn't win and they already look like shit. That's it. There's a beauty to the plan not surviving first contact with the enemy. In fucking deep. And to everyone that's like, Tommy, you're talking about bioweapons. Why don't you have someone on that? I did! I had on the... The experts! I had on Ken Albeck. I get a little heated. An angel of a human being. What a fucking beautiful soul. Shout out Ken and check out. Him and T. Like, I I know they don't even work in relevant fields, but they're just so angelic that I feel like they should be talking together. Just souls. You gotta do one with those two. Just those two together. T is like, Ken! And Ken's like, T! And it's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's when the alphabet agencies are really going to be like, oh, I haven't seen you we? since September 10th. 20. <laughs> it's, yeah, man. It's, uh, yeah, Prather's, uh, Prather's gotten dark. I want to get him and Sheffalu together. Yeah, man. They're busy folks, and in that circle of the internet, they're yeah. they're the they're the busiest boomers out there, and I and I mean that with all due respect. I, I love, fucking love them. I love them. I love. Prather doesn't give a fuck. Prather doesn't give a fuck. Prather gets on, and I'm like, "How you doing?" And he's like, "You're not as organized as the Nazis. We will crush you." And I'm like, "Yeah." Well, I'm Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. I'm like, Dude, I his appreciate intro. that. I like I remember it. seeing I his, like I, I remember like knowing who he was, like right, from dude, the, I, I you know, the Fast and the Furious. I gotta piss so bad. 
from the Fast and the Furious. Oh, 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 the, right. the, the, the weapons program. Yeah, not, yeah the not the movie. No, not the movie. <laughs> I'm like, Prather was in there with the rock. I got to piss so bad. Go piss. I'll shill for Prather oh, yeah, while you're yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Jeffrey fucking Prather, man. You know what? Like, I remember hearing about this dude, and my instructor, you know, my old martial arts instructors tell me, you know, back when Eric Holder was running things, like, dude, you got to look at this and everything. And, like, I, I was familiar with his name. I was like, yeah, there's some corruption going on. But when I saw, and I was following George Webb, and you know George Webb started working with Jeffrey Prather, and all of a sudden I started looking at uh, Jeffrey Prather's stuff, and uh, and and as Tommy's referencing, you know, to his intro, the way he starts everything else, you know, you're not as brutal as this, you're not, you know, I mean, the intro alone, you know, if you are a communist, God-loving American like that, that will get your dick hard. Okay, he's the man. He's like, you know what? I've been screwed over by my government. I like, I've been fucked over. I've been doing my own thing. You know what? I may not work for the government, but I'm still an intelligence officer and I'm training chaplains. And you know, he's the fucking just peak dude. Okay, if everyone was doing the kind of shit that you know George and and Jeff were doing, we wouldn't be in the show. And and that's the most important thing to think about here is that there are dudes out there that are just charging into territory not you know not in like a kinetic you know we're all shooting at each other since but there are dudes that are literally charging into territory that gets everyone assassinated that gets into that realm and every and everyone that even gets close to talking about it gets heated from youtube or, or from other uh you know platforms and social media and stuff like that and it's like you got to pay attention to what those guys are doing. You're, you're not going to hear that from a lot of sources, but like th- those are the most motivated motherfuckers we have in the game. And the only reason no one is listening to them is because when you're level five, the guy that's level 25 sounds absolutely fucking batshit crazy to you. But when you're level 10, it's like, oh, shit, this, might, you know, this guy might know something. This guy kind of has an idea what's up. And, um, and that's simplifying it dumb enough for gamer nerds. But, you know, I'm all about game theory at the end of the day. And I've, I've shilled. It's no longer the Great Courses Plus. I think they changed it. It's like Wonder Room or Wonder Reams or some shit now. Um, and this goes kind of back to what I was saying about realism versus liberal hegemony um and all that kind of shit is if you don't understand game theory and you don't understand the concept of being a hegemon and you don't understand why people study political science even though you might find drama boring you might find it disgusting disgusting is is more the right word to use disgust is stuff like that you can't fake disgust I mean maybe if you're the greatest actor on the planet you can fake disgust but disgust is one of the most powerful emotions on the fucking planet that's that's not the I don't like you but I'll talk to you that's not the I hate you but I have to live with you that's like that's the cockroach that's the mosquito that has to go And, and when you understand that level of motivation it's no longer um a question of if i'm going to do something like that if i'm going to uh i believe like klauswitz um would talk about um 
the bravery it would take to say charge a position versus uh, like I forget the exact terminology for this, but the, you know the, the bravery that adrenaline junkies have going into dangerous situations versus moral bravery of making the right decision when you might live forever with the consequences of everyone thinking you are cringe for it or whatever, you know, your insert your terminology of the day. You know, those are the kinds of things that create these mind traps that, you know, um what Nietzsche would would uh slave morality is uh you know the kind of thing that he would say versus the people that have meditated or thought about theology or developed a relationship with God. And, you know, it's like, you know what, we know what's going to happen to us when we die. And, uh, you know, you're just going to, you're going to charge that position. If you're a soldier, you're going to make that, that right call. If you know, it's, it's going to end your career as an intelligence officer, you're, you're going to say that thing that gets you branded as a conspiracy theorist, even though you've been the most ethical journalist to ever walk the fucking face of the earth. That's essentially the the forever tie between good and evil that we're facing and the super crime that transcends all crimes uh, that comes from censorship is that the average American doesn't know who guys like Jeffrey Prather and George Webb is. That is the, the ultimate fucking sin of sins is that our greatest heroes are sworn to silence and forced into censorship. And that's pretty much the end of that monologue, man. Like that's everything's fucked after that. Unless you, everyone, either everyone stands up and defends those guys or we all burn together. Welcome back birthday boy. Hey, sir. Stand now or kneel forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. <clears throat> man, have you ever just realized, like, the volume of, like, just even just 12 beers? Right? It's a lot of liquid. Wow. That's why you piss so much when, I mean, well, you piss no matter what and when you're drinking, but, you know, um, that's why I went with this to catch up to you because oh, either no, I AI. Respect it. I respect it. Yeah, I said, well, I'm sorry. I didn't prepare to, like, I could, you know, I could seriously, I could get a cooler. If we're going to plan drinking streams all the time, no, no, I'll just yeah, get no. a cooler. I'll get a cooler right here. I'll just pull beers from the cooler. Well, this this was, this is for everybody listening at a future date after a cyber polygon. I'll have through. a bucket between my legs. I'm just pissing in constantly. I'll just Dude, be constantly here in this like out. That. I need something like that. I need Charlie Duke to hook me up with, like, what if I started wearing Charlie Duke's like original nineteen sixties spacesuit and just Dude, started pissing? Listen, you will never be able to achieve anything unless you have a shit bucket. You're right. Like, like that's the thing. Like, like you want to get good at CS:GO, you want to master Battlefield. Like, like you want to do anything, you have to be able to sit there. You got to shit and piss while you are putting rounds through someone's head at the same time. Because until you master the sphincter control without it fucking up your trigger pull, like you're nothing. You ain't shit. You, you ain't shit until you can shit and shoot at the same time. Do people actually do that? Like poop buckets? I guess no, with competitive gaming, when it comes down to like hundredth of a second. So, so just for you, I don't think so for that. But the, the that meme comes from I think it was called Battlefield Friends, um, 
And it was just this animated series of dudes that are playing Battlefield together. And, you know, there's this dude that's just always screaming, promote him. And he's proud. But the point is, there's always like this colonel, there's this max rank guy that comes around eventually. And he's like, just murdered like 35 people with a knife. And he's like, you want to know how I got this good? I got a poop bucket. I got a poop bucket. I never leave my keyboard and my mouse. I, I, well, I mean, deuce, and I'm killing dudes at the same time. You know, last time I checked, only 16 men walked in the moon. They all have poop buckets. Thank you very much. They Where the fuck did they poop? Where they poop? Presidents are neat. Popes are interesting. They walk on the moon. I think not. Hey, what is the first question? Whether you were in a PhD class or fifth grade, what is the first question any fucking astronaut gets asked? Have you pooped on your mom? That's it. That is one hundred percent. That's that's what they ask at the Kennedy Space Center. Where that's you, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? And and it's. There's so much fluid. It's just a couple of drinks. I mean, but um, but but for the the original version of how that joke went is just for for the record, the question is always how do you poop. But Tommy just went to the next level of that. But yes, it's it's very much how the fuck do you poop? And can can, can we get Dawn to rejoin us? I. You know, I gave you that project last time. I went you did. That was a couple hours ago, and uh, I forgot about it. I know. And I'm like, I'm I'm about to about to finish off this bit of whiskey here, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna take the leak again. Then I need to take Don. Don rejoin us. Hold on, real quick, David. Help me spam him. Just, just, just. Um, if he responds in the next couple of minutes, I would. Okay, I could do that, but I would literally have to run to the other moon. I, no, 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 I would, no, because this, by the way, just so you know, this device that I talked to you on is completely sterile other than Zoom. It's just because like Zoom is a chai compromise program. Mm-hmm. I don't have signal. I don't have anything else on here. Um, I would, I would literally have to go over there and, and do it there. It is kind of absurd how China owns Zoom. I mean, not really. And it's proven that they can just get into any of the talks that they want. And yet Brookings, who is the the mind brain, the brain, anyone who is in the CIA but achieves a political position to where they have to be able to speak publicly, to direct, to, to say what the strategy is that they want all of their criminal people to pursue because we can't say what we want them to actually do. We can just say what we would like to achieve or um, actually hang on. And I, I need to, I need to, damn it. I just, I just maximized it and I was trying to like minimize it. I, so it was, um, God damn it. Now I'm a, now I'm a boomer and I have to figure out how to get out of here. Cause I have the dude's name. We're all boomer Don. I know, but I have to figure out how to unminimize it. So I think his name was like Charles Hooper, and he's like the he was talking with some dude that was like CIA procurement, whatever. And this guy was like a former ranger. It's like we assist people, and but at the end of the day, he asked the exact same thing. He's like, you know what? Don't don't tell us what you want. Tell us what you're trying to do. You know, like it's exact same fucking mindset. And that's why, like, I would say, like, hey, if you want to figure out what the globo homo elite is trying to do, hey, go look at Brookings because it's the mind-brained of the CIA and everyone that works there is someone that's like, hey, how – I'm now becoming a public figure. I can't conceal my identity. 
I'm going to use a bunch of academic nomenclature to say what the CIA needs to achieve without saying that they need to do anything illegal. And once you understand that, you can go and you can watch Brookings and you can watch the Council on Foreign Relations and you can go watch any other think tank down on, on that particular street and you will just see the nerds of the world calling for a full-on Marxist regime tyranny and war crimes on the global level. Do you think it's... By the way, VIP, you're right. I'm not trying to hold you. Um, I'm going to finish this. I'm still good for a while, but... You're a um, champion. Do you think... Do you think... How how much of it is a... It's it's a... It's the counter, I guess, the counter argument, the counteracting to the to the black box, the monolith. Is it as uh, Brett Weinstein says? How weird is that that I've had on guests that have been on Brett Weinstein? I've had on a guest that's been on Rogan. How odd is that? And I have five thousand fucking you, the dude. Black you have four million. They yeah. just suppress because the illusion of power. The illusion. <laughs> you know what's even funnier than that? Is that I might actually just have five thousand. <laughs> like to me, that's like the funniest outcome. It's like no, it it's it's what it is. To be fair, if that five thousand are the biggest brain motherfuckers on the planet, guess what? It becomes a very small world at that point. And you're looking at all the people that aren't in that five thousand as the other. They are the peasants. They are the lower people. They're they're not they're not enlightened. They don't have the time to to understand the world the way that we big brains do. You know what? I I will take my big brain autistic army any day. If they can sit through everything from Delta Force to Roger talking about the history of vacuum tubes to Braithor talking about how it's a fifth generational warfare to Mel Avon talking about how it's weightlifting I'll take those big brains. When well, I wear this want... hoodie and they go, oh, Yuri, I'm like, welcome to the army. Well, do you, do you want a bunch of compartmentalized, impotent, um, technocratic tools who can't operate without very specific instructions? Not top down. Or, or, yeah. Or do you want Renaissance men who have studied a little bit of everything, know a little bit about everything? I want... And if you tell them what needs to happen, they're going to figure out how to make it happen. I want people who look at me and say he's helpful, but if Tom dies now, our lunch plans don't change. That's what I okay. want. I want an A. When you remove a. When when you spill water all over a. I don't know. A, well, a guess what? That. That's why Jeff Brather and George Webb are incredibly busy because when you work in a, a field or your studies are in a field where anyone that gets a little bit too far uh, just gets whacked, you have to prioritize. Yeah, I can sprint 200 yards and get all of that ground or I can fortify and make sure that there are generations of people to come after me that will get 800, 900 1200 yards you know yeah, right and you have to start worrying about training that that's why you know one of the things that like you know I, a lot of people that i know they, they kind of like they burned out and they settled into a routine uh in in their 20s and it's like guess what if if, if you're if you're not prepared to take on a leadership role and, and and start preparing the next generation to continue what you've been fighting for your entire life by your 30s and your 40s you're done. 
you're already dead. You're the guy that died at 27 on the bar stool, but you're you're not actually fucking a cold corpse until you're 70 or whenever your heart dies Most out. Most men die at 25 if they're not buried until they're 75. Exactly. Ben Franklin, if I'm... Or cool. And, and you know what? He was a bit of a faggot that enjoyed hanging oh, out with the French. if there wasn't a man he, who walked on he, earth who didn't yeah, have a downside. Yeah, I know, and he enjoyed his time among the French a little too much, but I'm just saying, he's not fucking wrong, okay? I'm sure if you picked apart Don the Pleb's history, you'd find things you didn't like. I'm sure if you ripped and, uh, and that's, I'm sure if you went through and, with an electron microscope and looked at Dale Comstock's history, you'd see exactly. some things that maybe you and, didn't sign off on. Same and and me, that's why we all accept e- Yeah, that's why we all accept a little bit of Christian forgiveness because we all accept that people make dumb decisions in their teens. We accept they make dumb decisions in their twenties. But if you are not a leader by your 30s and your 40s, you are a slave, and you will either be treated as a slave or you will be taken out back and shot and even because if, you're not useful. And even if you're a leader in your 40s and your 50s, Eisenhower, as we all jerked off to him earlier, Eisenhower cheated on his wife. Yeah, yeah he mistress. wasn't perfect. I'm not, a man, I'm not a man of that. My mom and dad are still together. That's the reason, honestly, that's probably the reason why I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. Is they took me in at 26 and they were like, hey man, like, you know, oldest brother committed suicide. And it's, and you know, I got to move home. And yeah. I, and I got beautiful care. It's so, now, now, sorry. Is monogamy for everybody? I know. But, you know, it's, I, I you know. That's a deep question. But think about this. What you just said is, is so important. Because think about all the parents that would have been like, you know what? We're just going to we're going to stick with it until they're 18, because that's the right thing to, to do. Right. And that, and yeah, that seems like the right thing to do. Maybe that, you know, that seems like a moral thing to do. But guess what? You're 26 and they split up at 18. And all of a sudden you need somewhere to go. That, that's why I say, really, there, there's peasants. There are people that are just trying to survive. And there are families that have stuck together and have figured out how to create empires if aren't empires ruling the world, there are empires ruling the states that rule the world. And you have to have that. If you don't have that network of strong families, you're fucked. In time, in the course of human events, I will be establishing carrying compound far 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 northern new hampshire with a the blue of, dot network with a bunch of concertina wire we all know of the branch plebidian the, the branch plebidians in texas and then we know of uh we know of david est which is our our eastern counterpart in florida well, technically, you're in the east, but you know I'm south east. But the point is, the point being, if the you ever see this. like, if, if you ever see like an MI8 with a gopher on the side of it, um, flying towards your compound, that's me. Don't 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 shoot it down. You know what's the most beautiful thing though, is we don't even need a signal. There's not like, is that our guy? Is that not our guy? If we're not trying to rape and kill you and manipulate you, if we're just like, hey man, do you have magazines? Do you have food and water? Gang, just the easiest yeah. thing. Um, it's the easiest you know, thing. 
It, it's the easiest dog whistle on the planet, as the left would say. It's a, it's it's our way of knowing friend from foe. We got a um, flute. You know, one day there's a there's a lad on the server you're going to have to interview because he's going to Arania, um, and uh, I'm pro- but Arania. But the point is, it's in South Africa, and it's basically these are the people that saw the global homo and the communists taking over, and they formed their their, their pleb branch way ahead of time. And, and you should interview that guy at some point because he's an awesome dude, great dude. Um, but you know, he, he's more of a behind the camera kind of guy. But you know, we can talk about these kind of things. We can break down, the, you know, how we're going to have these these networks and compounds and this, that, and the other thing. And really, that's what everyone's scared of the most, because it's really easy to Waco one position. Mm-hmm. As soon as you have to Waco a blue dot network of compounds, you know, if we have a dozen compounds in every state, well, guess what? We could we could take all of the controlled opposition we don't like. We could shoot them in the head. We can stick them in a compound that's about to get hit by a by a J dam or some shit, and or you know we could take our fighters that were killed and we could take all the the you know the AR fifteens and the five five six casings away and we could you know sprinkle the the opposite that you know however you want to phrase that that's Dale's story Don's story you know merging them both together we could do the same thing and if we have the blue dot network all of a sudden that same propaganda network that is used by all of our enemies well guess what our old media can do the same thing we can do the exact matter of fact black lives matter is the perfect example of that this is why like many of my black propaganda accounts um and one of the reasons why i often larp as a black lives matter supporting (laughs) communist because guess what (laughs) guess fucking what (laughs) guess what it turns out when a bunch of Capitol Police officers feel that kind of heat, either a deep state assassinates them, in which case it, the deep state has to admit to, or they have to admit that their state security forces are a bunch of weak-minded cucks that kill themselves after they get bullied a little bit and they can't handle a little bit of narratives and competing messages. Yeah, there's really no, there's really no alternative message. Did you knock yourself? Well, did you not knock yourself? Was it CIA? Or did you pop yourself because, like, that soldier that Patton waved his ivory coated forty five at, could you not handle it? There's no winning. Mm-hmm. That's the no-win scenario to, to put the state in that is oppressing us. And last I checked, there are a bunch of people that we pay tax dollars that are supposed to liberate the oppressed. And you know what? I normally talk a lot of shit about them, but there's this guy called Joe Biggs who's being tortured. Um, You should look into that. Um, He's been arrested. He's been tortured. And, you know, just really, as a matter of fact, you should talk to your, to a doctor that has hosted the war room with Owen Schroyer, who knows the kind of, who has talked with Joe Biggs. And you should really get on that at some point because Joe Biggs has been tortured Joe Biggs was someone that talked to Michael Hastings when oh, Michael shit. Hastings' car was hijacked by a certain um, Kami Wahhabi of the CIA. And um, Proud boy, see, w- where was I going to go with that? Joe Biggs. Oh, 
yeah, Joe Biggs, uh, two G's. And, um, but the point being is you, you have these people that are being tortured like that. And going back to what you were saying about the Australian cops, there's a lot of them that know what they're doing is wrong. And it's like either A, you are supporting this regime or B, you're just a retard. Both is a no-win situation to put the enemy in. And that's why I support any position. That even Black Lives Matter. I'll support a little bit of Black Lives Matter if it makes the cops that are going to uh, enforce red flag laws um, come for me. Joe Biggs, the 2021. Yeah, you, the, that is the most... The idea that <clears throat> there were militias and they were reuniting beforehand. I was there. I fucking showed up in a van. We got some. No uh, one had a plan for that. We, we got some. Uh, we the got, people that should have had a plan didn't. <laughs> we got subway beforehand. I remember that. I remember I went to the Washington Monument. We saw some guy reading out of a Bible and he was like, and same-sex marriage is abomination. And everyone booed. They were like, fuck off, dude. They're like, get your... Not the time for that. They were like, they're fuck the... it. They're like, they're like, read the room. Yeah. Even we... if you want to make that point, okay? When we're trying to save our country and just trying to make sure that we can elect someone that, you know, represents you us. Elect? Not the time. Period. Who you Not elect. Yet. Not the biggest deal. And that's why I like controlled opposition and that's why everyone says cointel pro like you know who, who's this who's this 1488 heil hitler guy well it's the fbi you know it's always and you, and you know what's hilarious <clears throat> is the reason that we weren't there for like giuliani and trump giving a speech take a wild guess is because i was like i was like guys i gotta pee <laughs> it was my piss breaks and I was like, where's the nearest, like, porta potty We started walking, and we were like, yo, we're, like, 90% of the way back to our hotel. Cause we, she, who we, who we had po- planned putting the porta potties that? We, we pulled up that, we, we, were, we pulled up that, mo- we didn't even get a hotel for the night. We pulled up that morning, and we just got a place to go crash, like, during the day. And so we went there, and I was like, yes, I had to go pee. And everybody was like, yeah, let's go. We went up there. We had some. I think we had Chick Fil A. Was it Chick Fil A or Subway? We got pissed. I went Chick- shit in the Chick Fil A in DC. Must have been Subway. And then I, I remember I was like, hey, yo, I gotta go shit in the lobby because I was like, there's no way that this shit is not just gonna like demolish everybody in this room. So I went and shit in the lobby. But we came back up, and then I remember we were looking out the window and we were like, I mean, we were so like disappointed. We were like, this is so boring. And, like, we saw, like, National Garden Street. And we're like, why the fuck are they even here? But they all started, like, lining. Like, the National Guard, we could see them. And we were like, it wasn't MRAPs. But it was, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe, like, Humvees at, like, best. We were watching it. And then we watched, like, Trump come. No, it wasn't even Trump. I remember we, no, no, no. We saw Trump. We saw Giuliani. And then we saw Trump on the TV. We were literally, dude, half of us were laying on beds. We were like, you know. We had finished eating our subs, and we were just kind of like, you know, twiddling. That dog is so... By the way, I just want you to know that multiple times since that dog has been like in that pose, I have reached for my keyboard and mouse to want to screen cap that, only to remember that they're not there, and I can't 
do that. So I'm going to later when you upload, assuming that this isn't the lost episode. I'm no, going it's not up. the lost episode. It's going up. Isn't this the? Is, dude, isn't this cute as fucking? He, the, she, I, Gracie, like, I, okay, it's a she, but like. I like I've never even had a lap cat and I'm allergic to cats and dogs. So like not I would have to like sterilize myself and I have to go into that knowing that I'm gonna suffer. Please, but please. like holy shit, that is the cutest fucking just dude just it's, it's, the most chill it, dog. It kills me. Look at her. Look at her. Oh, Gracie, baby, what are you doing, baby girl? What the most adorable fucking dog. Investor. Investor. I normally hate, I make fun of those so dogs crazy. normally, but I'm sucked in by this one. It's just it's so, it's, okay. and technically, if I remember correctly, that dog has more like human hair than regular like dog fur. So it's like hypoallergenic. So I could probably have that kind of dog. But the point being, that's hilariously cute. And that's great channel. You need to have Tommy. You need to bring that dog over to Tommy's studio just so that he can grow the channel by holding that dog up to the camera. I'm, dude, I might. Yeah, enough of the January 6th bullshit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I might, yeah, get, fuck a, the- I, I might get a dog next year, man. I, it, she, dude, I, she's so crazy, babe. Give me a kiss. Oh, now, now because the camera's recording, you're not going to give me a kiss? Come here, Gracie, baby girl. Oh, she's a good girl. Listen, we know there's unrestricted warfare. We know there is. We've talked Spalding before. But you know what? You know what? That's right. American resolve. We know we're going to win. American pragmatism and American resolve. That's the most important thing to remember. And this is what we've lost. American pragmatism. That used to be our thing. Europeans used to look at us and go, fuck, I really hate those Americans, but God damn it, they're pragmatic. That used to be literally our thing. But you know what, man? <clears throat> I had this, uh, and then Dave, let, let, let's wrap this up in the next couple minutes. I gotta go get some food. I haven't eaten in like 40 hours. Yeah, we're pretty late at this point. We're, Sorry. We're, Jesus fuck, we've gone for, f- we are at four hours and 59 minutes. And 55 Redraw seconds. the borders and fire the borders. Redraw the borders and fire the borders. We stay here with Israel. E, that's for you. We love you. You're a beautiful soul. Don't change. We love you, T. Big dick. I want T to show up to my wedding. You may be asking yourself as a listener, Tom, is there a wedding coming up? No, there's not. But you're seeing a girl. No, no, none. But one day in the future, I would like T to be there. And I don't. And you even, want his input on that. No, and I don't even want to know that T's there. Because <laughs> I won't recognize him. He wears masks. What was it like? Otto Scorzini's fucking funeral, where like the Mossad dude attended the funeral with like these. Well, he works with fucking dudes. Well, he worked with Mossad. Yeah, but if you look at the funeral, he all of his fucking Nazi friends were there. So you had all these Nazis that were like in dress uniform and everything. It's like fucking Scorzini. He was a dude, and then there's a Mossad dude just sitting there like. Yeah, he was the dude. Yeah, like, he was the fucking dude. <laughs> I can't wait till like the TPC funeral. You and Don are there. You guys see T. You also see a couple of guys. With- if you get whacked before me, I'm going to be personally offended. I think we can do it together. I think we, I think we can. We'll go to Michigan together. You is me, George, George Webb. We'll all get. Is Webb CIA? 
I'm thinking. The fact that it's not an immediate now makes you think. I mean, I like him. Does he know? He is. Does he know? I don't think he's consciously nah, CIA. It, it, Probably nah, an asset that doesn't know he's an asset. No, or or more than likely, you know, I, I would say he's, he's beyond that. He's like NROs. He's, he's like management. He's like the like, Mountain Division, and he is part of. The he's NRO. the eleven point fifth Mountain Division S <laughs> two that is sitting there. Like I'm the intelligence officer that's taking down the CIA so that the eleven point fifth Mountain Division can run intelligence. All right, no fuck off. What if? What if? What if the 10th Mountain Division actually reinstates Trump as the president? Do we just eat crow? I will. There are hours off, of us just making fun of. First them. off, I will. I will drink liquor until my poop turns green. No one's asking you to do that. And then I will eat. No, yeah, but I'm just saying, if this ever happens, David's like, I will literally have sex with a Barbie right, doll. And listen, no, listen, let me. Let me. I will come as, on a picture. Of an let, old German grandmother, let me people make like this David, as no one's viscerally repulsive and disgusting as possible, so no one will entertain an idea this dumb. If the 11.5th Mountain Division comes out, all right, uh, on August 10th or 11th or the 15th or wherever the fuck the Q-tards say, Trump's coming back, right? Are they but, no, Is there a date? I, I, I want to say that there, I oh, haven't been following keep, this. Keep talking. I'll go to the keyboards. All right, yeah, you do that. But if last I checked, it was like on the tenth or the eleventh or the fifteenth or something like that. Point is, if that happens, and and come August fifteenth or whatever, there are people saying, you know what, Trump's going to be president again. I will drink until my poop turns green, and then I will make a sandwich. Mike Flynn. Make me eat that shit sandwich. Do it, motherfucker. I dare uh, I double dog dare Ah I double dog dare I love how no one no one no one brings up David's like listen, I'll eat my shit and it's like, dude, no one was no one was David's like, I'll do it. I'll do it and I'll do it with I'm it. Just, I'm a plumber, I'll do it, motherfucker. David's like, I'll do it within a hundred yards of a preschool and everybody's like, dude, whoa, 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 pump them it's like web and pray through. They're like, David, David, stop. And he's like, I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. I will strap thermite to my cock and run into the Brookings Institute. And everybody's like, Whoa, 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 Dave, Dave. Dave, and Dave just that, dude. That's really re- that, that. That's just that's ridiculous. the kind Cause, of enthusiasm we need. Because you could put thermite <laughs> on your cock, but then you need to light a literal piece of magnesium just to ignite the thermite. What do you that, have against that, magnesium? Hmm? You're racist. What do you have against magnesium? What do I? I mean, I don't know. I think anything that can burn underwater is fucking racist. Personally, that's like witchcraft. <laughs> Vares COVID date twelve thousand. I don't know what you're looking at. Twelve thousand three. Twelve thousand three hundred and sixty six deaths. That's so. It just and we know that's underreported. Shit. And and what I say to all the doctors that always tell me, but Tommy, that's unreported. I say let's, let's forget all that. Let's take the conservative number. Compared to what was banned in the past. Yeah, we're way... 25. 25, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, 25. Because we don't even need to... 
forget the underreported, it's overreported. Because if theirs is underreported or overreported, you then have to conclude that all of theirs is under. So it's all about it's all it's all about association. Once again, it's a no-win scenario. You're putting them in the situation where I have to say it's either all bullshit. Hey, hey David, <laughs> guess where the guess where the COVID vaccine was introduced? <laughs> no, say when. You know, say just, when. I'm, <laughs> say say when when oh, there it is. He got it. <laughs> oh we're going to hell in a handbag I mean it, you know here, here's the funny thing if this it is was what me, happens when you leave us Don if you start it was, screaming if, about it, if it was me running the program <laughs> I would have banned all PCR PCRI tests oh, I would right have, after and so it would have dropped back down, and then you would have had two little balls and a spike that went up like that, and it would have been a dick. Oh, see, I just would have banned all news coverage like a good Soviet and just kept I, I just wanted to make a dick on a graph because that's the way my brain works. Dave, Don, this is what happens when you leave David and I to our own devices. Why did you do that? We start screaming about the Brookings Institute and Moon Relics. I love how Don leaves here. He's like, I hope you guys don't get banned. Four hours later, the Verizator says that the Brookings Institute found. On that note, on that, I'm note. gonna I'm gonna take another leak. I'm gonna refill this, and and Tommy is either gonna figure out a way to play us off and, and talk. I'll wait till you come back, this, and then we'll wrap it up. Or we're gonna go, or we're gonna go for the 24 hour cast. I, I can do both. I. But you I don't have, have a, I don't I don't have a source of crystal meth. David, 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 we're five hours in. You're asking me to go five times longer. I can't do that. Go take Sounds a place. Like you need some South African Adderall. I'll be right back. You need so yeah. Go, go take it. So everybody listening, Dawn the pleb left us because Dawn listen. Don talks a big game. He went to some town called Iraq, and apparently he got stung by a bee. <clears throat> now, someone who was actually shot in the foot in the war village of Salisbury, Maryland, I don't really appreciate that, but I also understand that it's his own shortcomings, um, which make him feel that he has to compete with me. And listen, I mean, is he a man? Am I am am I all that is man? Is Dawn uh, a shadow of an echo of the relic that I once was? Uh, you know, I'm not here to judge. But um, do we know that Dawn is not an enemy combatant? We don't. We 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 really don't. And. I mean, listen, it's Don and Bennett Agent. We we don't know that either. But if he is, we are we will use him as some sort of judo chop. Right? Right? Judo is because I, I'm I'm an agent of of uh hand to hand combat that happened for my entire life. 
When Don comes at us with his fake news, we grab him by the beard, we throw him over our shoulders, and we rape him to fucking death. That's the only way. Fortify that election, baby. David's back. Hey. You know what? Oh, we're at five hours. We're at 102 gigabytes. Of course, we decided to do a five-hour podcast, but I'm away from the new iMac, which can handle this. I pull out the brave little toaster, the old the old MacBook, who I love. You're, you're a good MacBook. You did the first 500 episodes. But that can't handle... I've been talking gibberish since you left. I'm I'm arguing that now, I now you know how I feel. Like when I when I show up to a podcast and you sprint out to get hit by an NRO drone and like I, I didn't even have like you didn't even tell me off the bat that I'm gonna have to like think about a monologue I gotta do. I just have to spit that shit like you know, a, I will, like I will, not even a rapper, like I have to spit that shit like an improv comedian. I will appreciate your ability to improv better than 99 Don can do it well, but that's not fair because Don has a channel. 99.9% of people, I'm like, can you improv? And they're like, hey, uh, I like to tie my shoes when they're untied. One time I had Capri Sun, and it's like, shut up, faggot. When, when I'm like, David, will you improvise? David's like, listen, there's a base on the back side of the moon. Guys, and if you don't, I come back and David's like, let's wrap it up before he comes uh, back. Was it, when, when, my first gig with the circus, um, what are you gonna make your well, YouTube? Um, but I'm working on getting some other people to do that for me because oh, I'm, oh, I'm hold on, Shut I up. have people. Shut up, um, faggot. I have people. You don't uh, need listen. people to make a YouTube, just like you don't need people to buy you crackers. Just yes, but I'm an aristocrat, and I'm supposed to have people, so I'm training oh, people, Jesus. and I'm force multiplying people. I but the, can't. Okay, can't. so, god damn it, I just had something that I was going to, I had a really, uh, uh, I had a, I had a train of thought. I said, what are you, you said you, you're going to monologue, you can monologue well. So, but like, when it comes to monologuing and all that kind of stuff, like, you can give me that, and I can work off of that, and I can think about these kind of things, So I've thought about entertainment for a long time. But at the end of the day, it's a difficult fucking thing to do when you haven't thought about it because you're basically saying, hey, do your stand-up bit. Like, like right now, on the spot, do it or, or do any kind of bit, and hopefully it's relevant to the situation. It's called Sing or Swim. Yeah, it, it's Sink or Swim, and you just do it. And so for Not me, up. it's just natural because, like, when, when I started working for the circus – I was, my gig was, there was a 30-foot helium balloon that there's going to have a crane bar, and there's going to be ropes coming from it, and there's going to be an aerialist hanging underneath that, and it's going to be myself and one other person uh, handling the ropes, maneuvering the balloon, all right? And I remember when I was being introduced to this idea and being asked if I wanted to do a job in South Korea involving this balloon, um... I remember accepting that, thinking that I was going to get chance to train with the balloon and learn how the balloon worked. Now, I was told as soon as I was introduced to this, it cost $10,000 to put the helium in the balloon needed to make this thing work. And we're not going to use hydrogen 
because that, that is reason that, is that is it, it was, sorry was that expensive because of the process or for the actual well, elemental well, gas so so helium is a finite until we yeah. go to other planets and start mining elsewhere helium, helium, is, shot moon. helium is a finite resource all right it's a very finite resource and so it and so to gas up a a 30 foot helium balloon it costs about ten thousand dollars and then you have to keep in mind on top of the ten thousand dollars it costs just to fill the balloon that when it comes to welding size cylinders of medical grade helium medical by the way we were we were not tapping in just regular we were using medical grade because we need this uh, it'll make listen i i will i will explain to you why this gave me a con uh, a crisis of conscience later but yeah the, there's a lot of reasons why i understood this was absolutely fucking horrible to do in, in the first place but the point being is we would fill a 30 foot helium balloon full of fucking you know helium and we'd have a crane bar underneath and then there would be guys with ropes Pulling it in, relaying it out, and by the way, every every maneuver we did with the with the balloon was all by hand. It was all hand coiling, pulling it in, pull, letting it out, and that was my circus act um, doing stuff with them. And then I got into tech, uh, not technical diving. I got into diving in general, and I started getting introduced to technical divers. And one of the reasons when when you get into diving, and you specifically get into deep diving, technical diving, and everything, one of the reasons they you start going from um, nitrox, which is you know you're 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 making you're putting more oxygen into the mix than regular which is good for reducing your bottom times at lower depths. But the problem is oxygen toxicity becomes a thing. And so if there's too much oxygen in the mix and you go too deep, you end up going into convulsions and you basically black out. But ends? yeah, so you what, what you end up doing is you end up going into trimix. And so trimix is cutting that with helium because helium doesn't, you're, you're not gonna get the bends essentially um, from helium. And so if you're an open circuit diver, meaning, you know, you have a scuba tank on your back, you have a regular going in here, you breathe in, you have shit in your lungs and you breathe out and bubbles go out. Um, when you're at deep depth um, and usually where you start getting the trimix, that's more at the 50 meter, 60 meter depth. Um, and, and, and before I emphasize, uh, also, it's not intoxicating. Helium isn't intoxicating the same way that oxygen and nitrogen is at depth. That, and that's another very important thing to understand. We call it, we kind of call it Martini's law, um, which is like every 10 meters is kind of like having a martini. So like if you're at 30 meters, you're like kind of like most people, and it affects some people differently. Some people freak out, some people less. Um, but if you're like at 30 meters, for example, um, you know, you're kind of buzzed, but you're chill, you know, it's just like perfect amount, but you go past that, you know, and it, it can get worse. And so that's why, why people start putting helium into the mix um, to cut that up is because it's uh, it's not narcotic. But the thing is, when you start going deeper and deeper and deeper, um, you get to the point where it's like you exhale helium and that's like $5 going to the surface. Yeah. It gets very expensive unless you're on a closed circuit rig, um, like an Evo, uh, Inspiration, um, dive right. I think they're called the Optima. There's, there's a lot of rebreathers that you can get into. And that's when you start getting into, that's when you stop logging how many dives you've done and you start logging how many hours you've done, mm -hmm. um, underwater, um, and that kind of stuff. But the, 
the point being that to kind of get back to that is it's whether or not you're you're willing to 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 waste that kind of gas and for me well especially when i understood how much like the entertainment people they didn't care about what helium's used for they don't care whether or not you're getting to the plant you know like i need this because if i put hydrogen my wife might die because she's hanging under a balloon i just want helium and china or some middle eastern government's going to pay for it because they have unlimited money and and so that's kind of how I, that was my experience in the entertainment community. And that was a lot of my experience, especially when I started doing diving and getting into technical diving and everything and understanding how much helium actually matters um, until we can get it from other sources. And I was just like, holy fucking shit. We are wasting like helium welding size cylinders by the fucking dozen just to entertain a, a few people in a club that get to come into these these amusement parks that are overseas, but they're not really amusement parks how we would think of them. They're like amusement parks for the elites. Like if you're not in the club, you don't get in. I used to, I, you know, I worked at Ferrari World Nabu Dhabi, all right. And, really? and if that sounds like Mickey, like like no, Disney I mean, World, but is, yeah, 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 you replace Mickey Mouse with a car. That's pretty much it. But it's also, it's like, guess what? If you're not, uh, it's kind of like Cartman going to do, do his own amusement park, riding all the rides. It's like, guess what? The entire time we worked there, us and all the other performers are like, what the fuck are we doing here? We're just fucking sitting here and there's just like, there's 35, 40 people walking around this fucking park looking at our shit. There's no one here. And it's, it's just, it's a club and you're not in it. That's it. <laughs> Dude, it's <clears throat> that Abu Dhabi wealth is so much just, I mean, Abu Dhabi, Dubai, United Arab Emirates, right? It's all about just like, what? No, no, hey. We're all people, right? Not one race is superior to the others. Sorry, she's kind of racist. I, I get it, man. That's dogs. So what? I wish I could have dogs and cats and hey, not like sneeze hey, and lose my mind. Hey. Hey, hey. I know, That's why I have a bird. I know you have your struggles. I have my struggles. Sorry. She, you know, she's really into that whole thing. Hey, hey, you know what? No, no, it's not a thousand year right. She's a little... You're must. She's a little bit of a Nazi. It's... You know, you gotta think that as you move forward, there's gotta be some overarch... What? There's got to be some overarching theme to where it's like, are we, you know, what are we? Are we, are we, are we wasting all this helium? Are we at, are we at peak oil? Are we X, Y, and Z? <clears throat> For everybody listening, to go back to the previous episode with Howard Bloom, we did a whole episode about synergy, about how things coalesce and how there are patterns that we can't necessarily see, and I can't help but think. I don't know what it is, and I know Don hates this, but because Don's not here, fuck him. Whether it's artificial intelligence, whether it's alien contact, whether it's exomining, I can't help but think that there is some, uh, there's some forward-moving pattern that looks at everything we're concerned about. You know, we're using the helium, we're at peak oil, we're fucking shale oil, or you know, we have too many non-recyclable dick cheese condoms. I don't know. 
And fucking, I'll let you out in a second. The most adorable dog. I, she's so fucking beautiful. Yuri Basmanov was a hero, yes? Yeah, active measure, no good. She's a patriot. I can't help but feel there's some overarching formula that is dictating how all this goes, and it's not the monolith, it's not the the neoliberals, the neocons, it's not the, the, the elite capture. It's there might just be something that's moving forward. As Duncan, we'll, we'll wrap it up with this quote. As Duncan Trussell once said, there might be something so advanced that much like those fireworks you bought when you were a kid, that you lit and they smoldered off on both sides. Or when you push a, uh, a shovel through freshly fallen snow, how it pushes out on the other side. There might be some intelligent force barreling through space-time and it curves off on either side. And what we see as the curving off is actually human innovation. But the reality is, is it's just a side effect of some higher force. I'm not going to lie, David. I'm a little fucked up, and I'm not entirely sure what I'm even talking about anymore. I can't let these dogs out. So It's understandable, and, and there's a... Like, it's your birthday, man. We're officially into your birthday. Who gives a shit? No and and there's, there's a few... Um, things that I will forward to you as I hopefully remember them um, from our talks. Um, for one, how to govern in a in a post-fact world, uh, that being incredibly important. And um, as for the rest of them, like, I'm not even going to try to give you 40K stuff anymore. I'm just going to wait until no, you I go like... I like it. Like, I like it. I, I, I'm just, I'm just going to wait until you're just like, you know what? It's inevitable. What's what? What is this? And what 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 are the iterators of what is I the, like the core? Hey, hey, don't core don't ever iterators? stop linking it. Don't mean Don. <laughs> we might rape you. Don't ever stop linking it. I'll never stop talking about the devil's advocate. Don will never stop talking about the Holodomor. Well, be to you. be fair, and don't apologize. And, be you. And, don't ever. And to, listen, listen. To be fair, and this is the best compliment I can give you guys, and I can give George Webb and everything. The only time I'm really, other than the server being set up, so you know we can all meme and show on each other. The only time I'm ever going to reach out to a content creator and say something, for the most part, is when I think they're doing something wrong, or I think they could be doing something a little bit better. And it's like the only time I've ever really done that with you is I was like, hey, you had Claire on. I want to hear about Club K missiles. And it's and like we became I, friends from that. Yeah, we became friends from that. And it's like I hardly ever say shit to Don. And it's not because I don't like Don or, or I don't like his community. It's because I like I look at what they're doing. I'm like, these are the only motherfuckers I don't have to tell them what to do. Like is they got it. They're figuring it out. It's like I don't have to. I, that's why I love you. That's why I come back to you. It's like it's because I don't have to tell you what to do. I can just be like, I can raise a point, and you'll be like, "Fuck, I'm gonna look into that." Take that and, and run. And take that and run. Yes, <laughs> and that's the mentality. Going back to the pledge mentality and why you need to have Jeffrey Prather on just to have a just to have a entire. I don't know how maximize it. Get as much out of Jeffrey as you can on this, but. 
initiation alone, how to be initiated into that higher level, because the average person is going to hit 25 and just settle into a routine, whether it's good or bad, self-destructive or or not, they're, they're going to destroy themselves at 25 if higher leaders don't come in and give them something better to achieve to. And, and that's the goal that from Jeffrey Prather to you, to Don, to everyone else, like we're trying to give 25 year olds a reason not to kill themselves and a reason to hate the people that are making us want to kill ourselves. And that's it. We've got Dale. We've got Prather. We've got Charlie fucking Duke. We've got Howard Bloom. The Fuck with us at your measure, right? <laughs> and hey, we're not even claiming we're going to win. You might mow us down. You'll probably mow us down. But much like Pledge Ship, I'd rather die protecting the guy to my left and my right. And mm. that, as Claire, the great Claire Lopez once said, and that is something they will never have. Also, I have a, one mission for you. Okay. One mission. As every time you talk to Don, you have to remind Don. I mean, Federer, I'd like him to have Federer on. I'd like him to have Mike on. I love them both. But you have to remind Don every goddamn day if he doesn't have Claire back on. I'm going to start I'm going to start posting memes. They're going to get his, they're going to get Brown Brand sent to his house. I'm going to start mailing anthrax on his house. server. It's going to happen. Forget memes to get ground branch. I'll call Dale and be like, hey, Dale, can you call those old ground branch? Dale, you don't want to fuck with Claire, all right? Claire wants to be on Don's show. and You don't need to send memes in hopes that ground branch will go there. I'll just call ground branch. <laughs> I have those connect. I don't even want to spoil it. There might be an episode coming up sometime after next week with the literal head of ground branch. You know, I, it's not my power. My power is growing. I, I remember a certain do, Bing Ping Pong. So it was. Listen, if you watch, probably no. Hey, you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me that. David, shut that, up. This is purely what I watched off of Bing. Bing. Watch Tommy's episode with Bing West. Yeah! Roger! Roger! Oh, oh, oh shit! Oh. You almost died. We need to stop drinking, and we need to end this podcast. I gotta take these. You dogs. need to stop drinking. I'm you're fine. a drink. To... You're Don. This is what happens when you leave us alone. We get banned. David, God bless you, sir. I love you, buddy. God bless America. God bless George Webb, and hopefully the next time all of you see uh, David and I, it will either A, be in George Webb's studio, or B, in a slow CNN pan of a 737 disintegrating What used across. to be George Webb's studio? <laughs> <laughs> Just a, 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 a harrowing sequence of events is a 737 plowed into a small three-story building this morning. It's just our parents with, like, the Black Widows fucking netting over their face, just crying. It's Dawn, dressed as a whore, just crying at our funeral. Why? I don't know why not. Dale's... You just see Dale stoic. Dale's like... It was coming. <laughs> it's just like... You see Claire... You see Claire just smoking a cigarette, just like... 
They were brave little bastards, but you know what? Those brave little, those brave little autistic toasters. I'm gonna take these dogs out. They're about to urinate all over my bed. Do your thing, man. Redraw the borders. Fire we the mortars. We stand with T. We stand with Israel. We stand with T. David, I love you, buddy. Stay safe. Don, fuck you. What has happy your... birthday, faggot? Happy birthday, Don. Oh, gee, gee, it's my birthday. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Alcohol. Can't remember your own birthday. Alcohol. It's a bad. Alcohol. Don't do it even once. You're, thank you. Thank you're you. Done. Thank you, sir. God bless everybody. Stay safe. Stand up for what's right. And as we talked about with pledge ship, you, you're probably not going to win. Stand up every way. Who gives a fuck? The God. selection process doesn't matter whether or not you fulfill all the check boxes. It, it matters whether or not you gave a damn to stand up in the first place. God bless America. God bless us all. God bless Yuri. David, these dogs are at each other's throats. I got to run. Love you, buddy. God bless. got to do. All right, buddy. Take care. Peace. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, Tower 7 film.